Greetings, I am Graven Ilvigo, and this is A Peak Beneath the Veil, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons homebrew campaign courtesy of Tabletop Notch. As a Goliath of few words, I will waste no more time in telling you that A Peak Beneath the Veil goes live every Sunday at 7pm Eastern at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. Already aired episodes can be found both on our Twitch and YouTube channels. You can also find those episodes right here in podcast form, uploaded every Tuesday. And now, without further ado, journey with me to Antisuyu for the next chapter of A Peak Beneath the Veil. In chapter 76, draw it up, knock him dead. Graven and Bazara confronted the inscrutable owner of the Micrall Den, who was displeased with our presence, and even more so by our questions regarding the murdered tiefling. Shay had some kind of arrangement to provide a safe space for the use of narcotics, though we got the sense that it was profit-driven more than altruistic, and she didn't have much to tell us that we didn't already know. The one name that resurfaced from earlier was Palomar Franco, a gentle void dock worker and tinkerer of magical items. But the connection seemed weak at best, and as Bizarre had learned from Mohan Fowler during their time catching up, he wasn't the kind of guy to freely talk to outsiders. Determined not to rest before getting something done that maybe resembled a lead, Graven suggested we return once more to the Micrall dealer Hatchet. <laughs> but before that, a brief stop at Reciprocity proved to be yet another roadblock, with Senka Uberti quite peeved at our questioning of her staff during work hours. Senka scolded us through a note, but it was nothing compared to the verbal lashing <laughs> we were about to receive at All Hands on Deck, oh, where Hatchet laid out what we were learning the hard way which was that gaining the trust of Namikapur's citizens was rarely something that happened over the course of just a day. Meanwhile, in the outskirts of Naupa, we outlined our plan of attack against the Crooksia bandits, starting with a bit of scouting that gave Orba and Sephira a chance to sit and mentally ready themselves for a long night that was getting even longer. Without our full party, we planned to utilize the element of surprise to its fullest, and we spared no resource to push the odds in our favor ingesting antitoxins, Orba's invigorating urn, and even a precious charcoal and collie pellet to neutralize Erlen's drunken state <laughs> that he'd been unable to shake off up to this point. Hiding in the forest that surrounded the cabin, a coordinated volley of ranged attacks eliminated the man on watch before he could even utter a sound. A promising start, allowing Erlen to further push the advantage by quietly hiding the body out of sight. When the next of the Crooksia came to relieve his companion, we employed a similar strategy, but an untimely miss by our guide Yan Yol allowed the bandit to call for help before succumbing to his wounds. From this point forward, it was a small-scale siege, and oddly enough, things were taking a similar turn on the coast, where Bazara and Graven had taken up Mohan Fowler's offer to use his guest room for the evening. Unfortunately, the roles were reversed, with unseen attackers infiltrating the house to take a shot at us in our sleep. The sounds woke Mohan, and on both ends, all hell broke loose. Flashes of steel, loosed arrows, vials of poison, and crippling dark magic curses. By playing mostly out of their range, we picked away at the Crooksia until Erlen saw an opportunity to end the fight with a close-quarters flurry of blows that utilized a new vine-sprouting skill we hadn't seen before. 
Bizarra got revenge on her would-be assassins with a thunderous blow from her flail, despite the calls from Graven to leave a survivor. <laughs> but it ultimately may not have made a difference, as Mohan seemed certain he knew why they had come. With the battlefield cleared, so too was our debt. And as a grateful Yanyol found the captured Radiran still alive, and most of their medical supplies intact, we did a bit of scrounging, and began the walk back to the Upa alehouse while the others surveyed the scene. Bloody in their undergarments, we asked ourselves. Who would have been so bold as to an attempt an assassination under the roof of a high-ranking member of the Gentle Void? Would turning our reputation around with the Radirans pay off in the future, or was simply doing a good deed enough? And just to be super extra sure, should we swing by the deck one more time <laughs> and ask Hatchet if he wants to do us a favor? It's... We find out now. Why not? Right? On chapter 77 of A Peak Beneath the Veil. Amazing. Extricating his hatchet from a pulpy skull. <laughs> Mohan straightens and he arches his back, sore from the leap and the landing more so than any kind of wounds he sustained which were collateral at best, considering most of the assassin's attacks were targeted at Bizarre. For the bodies that are face down on the ground, he uses his bare foot to kind of push them over until he can see their faces, shaking his head at each one, but never surprised by what he sees. Finally, he looks back, and he points a bloodied axe at Bizarre. I just fucking bought this underwear. <laughs> and now it's covered in blood. <sighs> Are we even safe here? And he kind of ignores Graven a little bit and continues to address Bizarre. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry for the inconvenience, as always. Yeah, look around. I'm sure you recognize a few. Every one of these men and women was there during your escape at Leopold's. It would seem there's a little bit of resentment harbored among some of your companions, formerly, for these theatrics. Certainly a few that took punishment or demotion letting you escape. This is exactly what I was fucking talking about. A gentle void used to organize for shit that meant a damn thing. Not this petty personal shit. A fucking mess. Notion that every slight, every perceived disrespect has to be reprimanded with violence. You know, it wouldn't hurt sometimes to just let it fucking go. Nobody died during your escape, and yet look here, bodies abound. Now, was that worth it? I don't think so. And you know what the worst part is? That if they managed to kill you, and a couple of their friends died in the process... That wouldn't be a mark of shame that you got your friends killed. It would be a badge of courage that you were the one who made it out alive. Mission accomplished. It's horseshit, all of it. But that's how the young GVs think you climb rank nowadays. When did that all start? It didn't happen all at once. You know the story of the gentle boy used to act out against the crown, but nowadays, bigger they grow, just gets worse and worse. Do you have any thoughts of who exactly sent them? I'm close to most of my men and women here, but to answer your question, 
I don't think there's going to be attacks beyond this one, especially after I put the fear of gods in them for this betrayal. Well, you didn't think that this one was going to happen either, did you? No. You had seen that she was around town. People had told you. You knew that the word was out there. I, I don't, I'm not saying that you even imagined that this would happen, but the fact that it can happen once means that it can happen again. Well, I'm telling you right now that I'm looking at all these faces, and the ones that I know for a fact harbored some deep resentment, they're all here, and they're all dead. But still, I hear you. We should probably take shifts tonight all the same. Should we do anything with the bodies? Hide them, burn them, drown them? Help me stack them up in one of the hay sheds. I'll get someone to covertly take them over to the Navika burial grounds tomorrow. Were any of these still friends of yours? Wouldn't call them close, but... I don't know, when you're in charge, it's hard to tell who's really a friend and who's just following orders. I see. Well, thank you again. Yeah. I seem to owe my entire existence to you now. I wish it didn't have to be that way. Me too. This little sleepover might have to be a one-time thing for appearance's sake. Do you have any recommendations of where to go? Any of the usual places where you can rent a room? Unless you got a friend you can stay with. <laughs> that abandoned broken crown outpost on the way into the area. What about it? Well, is it... Nobody hangs around there, do they? Mycrawl users, squatters, people without a home. It's abandoned. People go in and out of there sometimes, get shelter from the rain. We could go under the radar there, is what I'm saying. You can go wherever you want. I'm not leaving my home. <laughs> but like I said, stay up here tonight. We'll take shifts. Okay. Can I start going through the pockets of the uh Sure. The Give me an investigation. Uh, no. Knowing that assassins maybe not carrying all their valuables with them. <laughs> uh, investigation. <laughs> he sees you start to look and sort of pat down some of the bodies. He's sort of watching you go. Oh. Natural 20. If they got coin on them, you take that. Personal effects, they go with them to the grave. You understand me? Fine. I don't respect these few that came here because of what they did. But I still fought alongside them. They deserve a healthy grave. Understood. And he starts to kind of drag a couple toward that uh, sort of shed that has filled with hay and some sort of farming supplies there. He begins to sort of drag the bodies. So as you kind of pat a few of the bodies down around you, they have their weapons. They do have some rudimentary coin purses that looks like as you kind of rummage through their stuff, it totals up to about eight gold, five silver. That you did say you could take. And there are nothing that you immediately recognize as uh, sort of magical or with a symbol or anything that you recognize, but there are pieces of jewelry that people have on them. Again, you know, he said not to take those. You could yeah. try to take them stealthily or quietly, but there's rings, necklaces, yeah. pieces of jewelry. But that nothing in notes or anything other? No, and as you cleverly deduced, it, it seems like they prepared for this. They didn't just yeah. like 
have all their stuff on them and say, "Hey, we should go over." The-. Like they're they're not carrying much with them. Not like the us. note with the address. Like <laughs> yeah. Raven looks like this. From yeah. Mister. Yeah. Um, they have like nothing over. in their pockets. I mean, it looks like they went home, dropped off their stuff, and then came yeah. here to do this. I mean, they, yeah. it looked planned and advanced based on what yeah, you saw. Yeah, we have all our stuff now. I will not push my luck. I will not try to pocket anything else. <laughs> okay. Just the gold. Craven. Yes. Since he is awake now, mm. do you want to ask him about the deaths and if he knows anything? Mm. Sure. As we're working yep. together here, we seem to be hitting a lot of dead ends and attitude in this town when it comes to asking around about things. I warned Bizarre that might happen. Everyone seems to think this Thorsten is a mockery for thinking that the murders were connected. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, the Militia Reserve's been a joke for a long time. Can you blame them? Did you go there? (laughs) Yes, but it's not a reason to write off hard evidence like I've seen. I understand that a couple people take a look at it and didn't find anything. You got something that says different? Well, you worked with Christopher. Yeah. Nothing, nothing about... It was his pla- Was his his home and his workstation searched? Anything that he looked like he was getting into nefarious? I understand that, yeah, people went through his personal effects after he died, especially his friend Vane. I know they're close. Mm. Wasn't found anything as far as I knew. And look, I know that the docks aren't exactly... Uh, spotless when it comes to things coming in and up out of the ships, but unless it's something that, you know, draws the attention of the authorities at large, I mostly let it go or look the other way. They're trying to bring in something from the other continent so they can sell it here for a profit. What do I give a shit? What about the... Is there any budding of heads around here between people who didn't want the influence of the mall affairs in this part of the country. There's plenty of those. So you're more likely to find someone who's against it than who's for it. I know the Steederway thing is... They're hoping that's going to change people's minds, I guess. That this is public works. I'm, I understand that it's almost finished at this point. Yeah, so do I. We, we know about at least one hiccup that they had in, in um, Nagarwas. Yeah, I heard it shut down briefly. Right, well, we helped open it back up. Has there been anything like that here? Any conspicuous closings or or roadblocks that they hit? Not that I know of, but the person to ask would be Mavel Cuthrie. She works at the short ports and the uh, entrance to the Steederway in Wamparani Na, again, not open and functional yet. It's on the other side of the river, which sort of puts it more in their territory than mine. Mavel. Mavel. M-A-V-O-L. Mavel. Are they gentle void? Yeah. Short ports are gentle void too, mostly. So she, she and McKenna work together. Yeah. McKenna's her second. Okay. I imagine you spoke to him about the other thing that we're tracking down at the moment? If I bring that up, I won't be out of place? No. um, He knows that I'm looking for number two. 
at this point, I'm... Why, why, perhaps they're connected. The disappearance of Mr. Two and the murders. You got anything that says those things are together? No, but... I know of an assassin who's been in the area. Look, like I said, unless you got something more than that, I don't know whose attention you're gonna get. People look out for their own here in Navikapura. There isn't really a greater authority that you can appeal to other than the Broken Crown, but they got reputation problems of their own. Do you think the assassin's the one that sent all these people because I haven't gotten back to him? I doubt it. You haven't seen or heard from him? No. That's good at least. These people here, they all got clear agenda to me. Zara did them wrong, they're looking to right that wrong. They must have banded together. I imagine they got together after they saw you, hatched a plan. I'm gonna look into that tomorrow, make sure that nobody else is still harboring resentments and is still out there. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not doing it for you, but I'll take the <laughs> thanks anyway. Do you feel safe being on your own? Yeah. They won't come for me. Okay. Can I give you anything in return for all you've done? No, it's fine. It's... It's fine. I know. The one request was not to wake you tonight, and I'm sorry I had to break that promise. Well, the problem for you is I still gotta get up early and leave in the morning, so I'll take the first shift and you two are gonna be stuck rotating after that. Let's get to it then. Pull the rest of the bodies yeah. in. And you guys get it. I mean, the shed closes. So you guys get them in there. And <laughs> <laughs> latches on the a outside. A finger is like hanging out. So no one would notice walking by, certainly. You know. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It's also, you know, the houses are pretty far apart. You, would, you wouldn't just like sort of wander up. Yes. <laughs> and he sort of looks once more to sort of bloodied long johns and flicks himself up and down. I'm going to get some sleep. Wait, no, I'm gonna take the first watch. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I'll uh I'll sit at the front porch. Make sure I get a good look out there. That's where I'll be if you need me. Alright. Sounds good. Yeah. Fuck. Sort of makes his way into the house. I hope he doesn't hate me. <laughs> wipe the blood off my shield. Do you wanna go after him or off. Wait for the last. If you wanted to have any other words with him. I'll go second then. Okay. Guys, head back up the staircase, sort of dragging your feet sort of deep into the night at this point. Uh, yeah, we're tired. Is it now? It's getting close to like two in the morning. <laughs> oh, yes. oh, that's a rough one. If we can we get up and be somewhere at 9 a.m. and get a full rest? I'm gonna have you guys because of the watches also, so you have to take time for those as well. I'm gonna make you roll to see. You're gonna get the benefits of the full rest, but I'm gonna roll to see if you're exhausted. Okay. Uh, for exhaustion. Okay. But as you guys kind of go up to bed, we yep. will go back over uh, to the other side. <laughs> I think I've ruined my chances. <laughs> what if I make breakfast? Oh. <laughs> And finally heading back over the bridge and into Nagupa proper, 
Zephira, Erland, and Orba make their way back to the alehouse. It's quiet at this point. Everyone's gone. It looks like even the bar is fully closed up. All the lanterns have been turned out. You don't see Soteria. Um, I wanted to do something on the way. Sure, you can. Uh, you're on your way there. Yes. Great. I st- when we get to that sort of bridge, yes. getting back into mm-hmm. it, I want to... The West End Bridge. Um, yeah. Sort of... You have um, some chalk and some parchment, yes? I, yeah, I have a quill, yes. A quill and some parchment, yes. Can I just borrow a corner? Yes. Okay. Just a, you can take a whole sheet. All right, sure, like... sure. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so I'm going to... I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna save that <laughs> save <laughs> rest Sucker, you get it all. Another corner later. Uh, so I'm gonna say, um, as I'm writing, I'll sort of let them know. I'll say, all right. So for the ambush tomorrow. Oh yes, oh my goodness. I will let them know to uh, meet at the Upa Alehouse Amphitheater in the evening. I'll be wearing uh, a fine blue cloak. Upa Alehouse. Okay. Do you? Amphitheater, like at the start of the show? Uh, in the evening, yes. I don't. I actually don't want them to know that there's a show until they get there, hopefully. Ah, that's well, they may assume. Uh, and if they know anything, <laughs> they, they might know that. They might. Um, so as we're walking to the bridge, I'm going to sort of go, I think they said leave it under the bridge somewhere. So, <laughs> they did. Um, is there like... Is it made of stone? Is it made of wood? Yeah, it's a stone arch with a sort of a wood... Uh, like lined top over the top part, but yeah, you can hear the water kind of trickling underneath. Um, so I want to kind of can I look around first, see if there's any sure. other notes. Or... Sure. Other notes, yes. Other people. Uh, I was going to say notes, notes first. Um, <laughs> perception is seventeen. Seventeen. You look around. I mean, there's definitely no other people, and you look. You sort of. It, there's a slope down to the bank. You kind of just kind of ease your way down a little bit, and you're now underneath. And the stone is in such a way that, you know, again, the stones are like butting up against each other. There's little cracks between mm-hmm. a lot of the stone. You give a good kind of look up and down, you certainly don't see anything sticking out of okay. the stone. I'm going to stick, uh, I'll have used the whole parchment so it's a little larger. And <laughs> I'll, stick a, um, I'll stick it into uh, sort of a crack um, in the stone, have it sticking out. Sure. Uh, do you want them? Yes. Cool. Yeah, and so you find a little, you look, give one more look around, and you kind of. Slide it, but make sure that it's still sticking out so it yeah, can be exactly. kind of seen there. And I'll sort of check maybe the riverbed as well, just see if there's anything down there. Not that you see. Okay. <laughs> Looks like one. Moon's sort of reflecting off the water. It's kind of bright here, oddly, just with the way the moon's kind of reflecting Do off I the see water. any sort of, given that it's mud, do I see any, like, uh, footprints that have sort of stuck in the mud? Um, give me another investigation. Mm. Less good. Eleven. Eleven. You do, but none distinct. It looks like quite a few. I mean, people oh, okay. you've seen before, people come down to the riverbank to wash clothes, fish. I mean, there's boot marks, prints, okay. like... But none that kind of walk under the bridge. They're more like along the bank. But yeah. Um, so wait, I'm assuming you got another message, and this is why we are doing this? Oh, yes. So, um, <laughs> yes, I thought we... Right, you were asleep. Yes, we got another message. Um, yep. They, they wanted a, a note saying um, specifically where we would be, um, specifically when we would be, and what I would be wearing. Any other details or questions or anything? Nothing? Just that? Nope, I can I'm remember. assuming they... <laughs> Is this Jordan telling me that I'm forgetting something? No. <laughs> uh, not, not that I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just asking. I... Uh... I'm very much hoping that they think you're going to be alone, although they might expect you to have company. I'm sure. So obviously, yeah. the rule that I told him, but I'm not, I'm not remembering now if I told you, if they try to get us to go anywhere, which would be you, yes. they're going to try to get you to go somewhere, what's the answer? 
No. Yes, no, we're not following them anywhere. We're not following them anywhere. Mm. We As are picking the location. We are making sure we are in control of the situation to the extent that we can't I'm be, because we might be outnumbered. Ideally, they, uh, one person sits down next to us. I'm going to sort of keep walking so we're not lingering. Head back. Yeah. Um, ideally, one person sits next to me. We have a nice little chat and find out where Marvin Bishop is. Yeah, and no sure one needs to be like threatened. That. No, you're right, Erland. I'm sure it'll be But amicable. if it does come to that, you'll be close by and you'll be our eyes in the, you know, sky, as it were. I like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. Right. Okay, and um, this this performance, also, I, I think we should, you know, make an effort to not look, you know, and I kind of look down at myself and, like, we've got, assuming... <laughs> We're kind of a mess and like have our weapons out. Yeah, you have stuff. your weapons, which definitely stands out. I think someone asked this, maybe Jordan asked me this. Oh, yeah, yeah. In regards to armor, the two of you that have leather armor, like that's not necessarily super out of place. You see hunters and things that are wearing at least like rudimentary leather armor. Yours might be slightly nicer than theirs. And Orba's really just wearing like a robe, so she, she doesn't stand out as like, you know, in combat attire. It's really the other two that <laughs> have assholes. metal armor. So like a large bow is difficult like, to you know, conceal, but yeah, yeah. some things easier than others. Well, I am uh, incidentally, and I'll sort of pull uh, out of my bag Orba's cloak that she had given me to extinguish the fire. Oh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> That. Has that campfire smell that never seems to go away to it? Smells kind of nice, actually. Yeah, that's right. Faulty want that um, back. Yeah, thanks. Okay, so... So that's tomorrow evening. Um, oh, yep. fuck. You know, I've just forgotten. <laughs> you know, we spoke, we told that kid that we were going to get him the earrings. Yes, we could do that in the morning. We told the kid that we were going to... The earring in the maze. I yes, he I was heard that. more of a grown-up than a child. But... Whatever. He's the, you know, the guy that we met at the... He seemed young-ish. Was... Oh, are you interested? What? Why? Because he's young? That's weird. No! All right. Well, the point is, <laughs> oh, is that we can do that in the afternoon or the morning. Perhaps stop by Leto's in the sort of late afternoon? We were supposed right. to meet Leto tomorrow night, but we obviously can't do that anymore. No. Well, you said we were going to meet him where? Oh, I told him uh, the deck, actually. Well, he's going to... It takes him some time to get to the deck. Right. So, well, actually, what I was thinking is while you go and do that cute little maze thing, I go and do, like, an errand of my own. All right. And while I'm in... Secrets? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> You're allowed secrets, I'm just asking. <laughs> no, I wanted to maybe go get my tattoo. Oh, oh. right! That'll be fun. Um, so I will be in Na... Nakusi, and um, I can say hi to Leto and give him an update on our whereabouts and when we'd like to meet. Oh, the tattoo guy. We were meant to ask him something. Um, I wanted to to ask him uh, about those little. Oh, yes, if you go see the tattoo artist and you can somehow. I don't even know how you would do this quietly. There's. Uh, um... What are you about to ask me to do? People have been... Uh, Leto f- saw on, on his husband's um, foot a sort of tornado oh, tattoo. Yeah, the tornado. Yeah, I forgot. I should can ask you that. ask him about that? Yeah, be I will. Be careful with that, though, because... Well, we think it might be, you know, the, the, the sign that they're in a crime scene. Well, I'm either going so to ask this man about tattoos it. between people's toes that looks like a cyclone, or I'm not. And I believe Peter Vimont, who also worked at the Short Ports, I believe, also had this tattoo. So just tread carefully, Tiefling. Okay. Yeah, it's almost certainly... So Maybe good. ask after you get the tattoo so that he doesn't intentionally make you a bad tattoo. Smart. 
Or, you know, stab you with the needle. Smart. Okay. Both oh. possible. Oh. Don't know about the second one. Hopefully not. Wouldn't what be a good tattoo. Yeah. 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 I feel that what those husbands You want a permanent, right? Ray. Ray. Yeah. No, Roy. 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 <laughs> so, I will so assume so that you so actually... Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> sorry about Ray. Like, it's like, go. Yeah. <laughs> show, show up with a shirt that says Rip Ray. <laughs> We made you this gravestone that says R.I.P. Ray. Roy. Okay. His name's Roy. Yep. Short for yes. nothing. Roy. Roy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Amazing. All right. Well, I hate everybody. <laughs> well, let's um, let's get to bed then. I suppose we got a long oh, day tomorrow. Yeah, we've got a long day tomorrow. Can't be longer than today, though. So we're not going. No, so we're not going to visit. Not uh, so we're not going to visit Leto then. If you're going to pass on the message. Well, I was, yes. Well, I was going to say I just tell him instead of a dinner, maybe a lunch. So you do your maze. Oh, mm-hmm. great! And then we'll swing by Leto's place. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'm exhausted. Okay. And again, you make that walk back from the bridge. You made this walk a couple times now from the bridge back to the Ubale House. And now you see completely closed down for the night. All the sort of uh, the bar area has a kind of screen across it, so people don't come up to it. You guys make your way up to the second floor of the Ubale House. Find your room again. Open the door. Find your things bed in the state that you left it when you left in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. Lay down to rest. Graven and Bizarra, um, go ahead and give me perception checks for your watches here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yes, of course, sir. <laughs> perception. We still haven't gotten long rest yet. Let's move. Eight. Nine. Okay. <laughs> and who was, uh, who was relieving Mohan? Me. Okay. Right. Show us so late in the night, Bizarro wakes sort of groggy, looks over and sees Graven kind of chest rising and falling heavily. You make your way down slowly. And you go out. You know where the front porch is. That's where you sat the first time you sort of came to his house. And you see that Mohan is like, his eyes are open, but when he hears the door crack a little, he kind of just sort of flutters back a little more into consciousness than he was. I'm not sure if he was asleep or just kind of like zoned out. Oh. Finally, time to go get my two hours of sleep. Oh. I'll put out my hand and help him out. Oh. Well, Poor guy. I apologize again and thank you again for <laughs> saving me again, uh, Mohan. You are. I don't know how you'll take this, but. Best friend I've ever had, I guess. That makes me fucking sad. Because <laughs> we ain't even that good of friends. I know. Time-wise, I mean, we're close, obviously. You know so much about my life, I, I feel like I, I don't know too much about your past. Someday we'll... Sit and reminisce about the good old days of the gentle void. <laughs> or maybe uh, that gentler void I was talking about. I sure do hope so. I... Maybe you start that someday. As long as you're willing to come along to help. <laughs> well, I'm not too old to see it. I'll try to make that happen. <laughs> Don't beat yourself up about 
Good night, Bizarre. Good night. night goes by and you're a little on edge you know just from the events that have happened the sleep was a little restless but sort of keep your attention making sure you listen to the waves crashing against the rocks sort of gently back and forth not too far away coastline here even the next couple of houses down or you know a couple hundred feet in either direction difficult to kind of gauge any movement in those directions great you wake for your post mm-hmm Anything <laughs> during the exchange? Or? Mm. Get some rest. I hope I do. You guys get your rest. Everybody oh. is taking a long time. Oh, oh, yeah! I, I need Graven and Bazaar to give me constitution saving throws. Why? Because they didn't, mind. they got bored right on the borderline and they were fighting in the middle of the night. Uh, dirty 20. Oh, there we go. 23. Wow. You guys sort of summoning a little bit of the last remaining strength, knowing that, you know, you have a full day tomorrow, and sort of banking on the fact that maybe during the day sometime you might be able to find a moment to have a short rest or just a break from all of the constant sort of stimulation. I think we just did you might be able to sort of push through the exhaustion. You do not suffer any effects of exhaustion. That's like, how did they both get money? Hallelujah. I can use my jacket again. Oh, wow. I can use whole person again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even think about it. Oh, it's prepared, baby. No. Worst comes to worst, I steam them in the face. <laughs> Orba, now it's time to decide form. Oh. Yeah. We're getting normal Orba today. We're getting normal Orba today. Norba. Norb. Norb. How old would you say, Mohan? Normal. old? Early 60s. Oh, really? <laughs> I wasn't expecting oh, that. Full girdle, baby! Full girdle! Sixties! Oh, yeah. I mean, Bizarre is like late 30s, right? 37. 32. 30, oh, 32. Let's <laughs> watch it. <laughs> she looks 37. <laughs> According to Hatchet, I don't like the sight of me either, so maybe I am Asian. This whole journey I don't think that has anything to do with your age. Some gray hairs or something. <laughs> um, what time would we wake up if we slept for eight hours? Like, what time would we roughly go to bed? You guys are wake. You're waking up a little bit before them who tried to I push this. Uh, let me double check. You guys are trying to make it to the docks by... We have to be there at nine, right? Nine. Yeah. Okay, so you probably woke up around 8.30. I mean, you guys could probably wake up around nine for a full eight hours. Okay, um, can I uh, then have spent an extra hour before going to bed uh, to use my last two hit dice to do some breathing exercises and wake up an hour later? If you would like to push it to ten, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Yep. Yes. I thought you were up to no good. No. The gentle. Okay, come on. Come in. We're so close to a new power. <laughs> You're getting a new power? Oh, well. Fuck. Oh, Zero. You get in trouble. He is not getting tickle, a new power. And five, so not quite. Not quite not there. Quite, not quite <sighs> there. No new power. Uh, were you taking those at the beginning or end? I was taking them at the beginning, so okay, they're full. So, but as you guys were sort of getting ready for bed, you did notice that Erlen take a moment to himself to kind of center himself. You've seen him sort of, you know, do his monk shit. Yeah. <laughs> breathing exercises. Yeah, doing his monk shit. Spiro looks yeah. over all, he's doing that <laughs> monk shit. But it's quiet monk shit. No <laughs> breathing monk in and out. Shit. I didn't have, so I used two of my hit dice so that they are come back to zero hit dice after a <laughs> <laughs> oh, Good roll would have gotten me there. 
so sad. You mean you're back to how many hit um, I am. I have all four of my hit dice. Oh, great. Same. And I got full of crazy. So fucking close to a new pattern. I don't even remember how many spell slots I start with at this point. It's long. It's only when you wake the following morning that you have a kind of mental rush come to the forefront of your minds, digesting how much you've learned over the past 24 hours, how many things you've taken on in your first day in Abikapur, the many names and faces of the coastal community, the many tasks being asked of you, and the many uncertainties still left to uncover. The view from the windows of the Upa Alehouse is a pleasant one, of fresh beginnings, as you look out, see the townsfolk and beyond, where the golden fields stretch out infinitely to the horizon. Likewise at the Fowler residence, the sun reflecting off the water highlights its kind of blue-green tint, and the sounds of waves rolling in breaks up the silence in a very comforting manner. Graven sort of there on the deck, watching the sun come up. And it is rather serene, even for someone who doesn't always sort of Take the moment to take in the nature. A man sort of growing up in the mountains, you saw the sunrises plenty of times, no fascination there. But even so, the kind of way it reflects off the ocean and this sort of just sitting here on the porch, letting the breeze blow through, there is a kind of sort of calming energy to it. You can see why this sort of area is becoming so popular for all the different people who live here. So Erlen, Saphira, and Orba rise, or Orba and Saphira rise, you notice that Erlen is sort of taking a moment possibly to sleep in a little longer. Oh, we survived. We've done it. I feel much better now that it's morning. Yeah, okay. me too. Um, so breakfast and then... Breakfast, absolutely maze? breakfast. Yeah, and then I think we'll do the silly, you know, maze thing. And, um, and yeah, and then I suppose you'll do your tattoo, right? Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I figured I would go and ask how much it was. See if I can afford it. Mm. Right, I hope he's not, you know, gonna gouge you. Shouldn't be that much. What if he's just a little thing, right? You're not gonna get your whole body tattooed. I mean, do no, whatever you want. But... Maybe later. Let's see how so this goes. like, actually, does. that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> maybe do that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what he's got. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. And then I suppose we meet back up and cross our fingers that we don't get into a fight tonight. Yes, so would you like me to bring, um, um, uh, oh my gosh. Rio? Rio's name? What's his name? Leto. Leto, thank you. Oh I was God. missing a letter. Leto and Ray. Leto and Ray. Leto and Ray. Their love story is having some trouble today. Yes, so would you like me to bring Leto back to us? For, like, uh, a lunch? Yeah, sure, we can have lunch with that. It would be nice to see him. He, I doubt that he's going to have necessarily that much information for us, but I don't know, he gave us the thing about the, you know, tornado tattoos, so... Yeah, and maybe I'll have some information for him. We'll maybe. See. Yeah. Okay. Alright, sounds like a good day. Is he doing his... and I kind of look over... I'm asleep. He's sleeping, he's asleep. yeah. He stayed up a little later and then slipped in a little further. He fell asleep to me going... <laughs> Should we wake Sleeping Beauty or... Went to go get some food and then yeah, he can right. join us down there. Zephyr <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks at him like, and then <laughs> breakfast. Yeah, yeah I'll go down. You head up, and as soon as you kind of open the door, it makes a little creak, and then <laughs> seems to sort of run into something. Like the door just opens only a couple oh. of inches before it bumps into something. Well, it's a push. It the door and pushes out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a pull door. There's a chain. <laughs> I don't do the chain. Um. Oh, okay. Um. 
What the? And then you take a little look, and it looks like there's some kind of little table or tray set up just outside the door. And some smells kind of waft in through the crack in the door. And you sort of push the table ever so slightly that allows you to kind of just squeak the door past it so it doesn't sort of bang against it. And you see this little table that's set up with three covered wooden bowls balanced on a large tray. And there's a folded piece of paper perched in kind of an upright V, kind of like, just like that. Like this, kind of on the, and you pick up the little parchment and you open it up. And it says a traditional Redirin breakfast, figured it was appropriate. S, sort of on the bottom of it. And you sort of lift the lid of one of the bowls and you find this kind of corn, bean, and squash egg scramble. And beside it, each one has a small cup of like chia seed pudding that's topped with some fruit. Chia seed pudding? (laughs) Some traditional Madeira breakfast, three of them set out on this tray. This is lovely. Oh, this is a pot. Well, this looks delicious. I guess we're bringing it inside. Bring it in. Take the tray. Bring it in. You guys enjoy breakfast. So I suppose we got on her bright side. Yeah, I hope. Well, yeah, I hope some connections with any locals will be of assistance in some way. Well, this is certainly the most you know affection we've seen from the locals so far, right? From almost anyone, yes. Yeah. Town. Definitely a tough town. Tough crowd. <laughs> Good food though. Lemon's pretty nice. Ooh, I know. Ray love you. <laughs> <laughs> right, then, yeah. If you keep saying it, I'm gonna start thinking <laughs> that's, that's what I'm hoping. Shut up. Vito and Roy. Fuck. Leto. Leto. And Roy. Oh my god. So you guys taking some time to eat your breakfast here yeah. in the room. We'll say that Erlen wakes up at the tail end of you guys kind of finishing up your uh, Sorry, breakfast. Sorry, So you can hear the little scraping of spoons as they're sort of getting the chia seed putting out and getting the last kind of... With like a full mouth, Orbit's gonna hold up his what like ration. What the Satyria. Oh. Got on her right side, so... Good. Good food. So we killed five people for a nice breakfast. All right. Oh Fuck off. You don't like the nice breakfast? Then no, don't eat the nice breakfast. I'll have your breakfast. No, I'm going to eat the nice breakfast. My goodness, you Be really grateful. do wake up on the wrong side of the you bed. You really Robert. do. Your day just started. We yes. survived last night. We did great. Right. We're going to get a set of pearly inks today, and then we're going to not die. Again, we're going to get one single. Again. <laughs> Whatever. The, the, the eye doesn't matter. All right, Erlen's going to... And sort of like, as he eats <laughs> it, he's going to smile for a second, but then try and hide it a little bit. <laughs> It's fine. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. He's sassy. We're gonna have a great day. (laughs) So I miss anything then? This morning? The food. That's it. Nope. I'm gonna head out to the tattoo shop soon. Right. And then we should head over to um, To the maze? The Boffin estate, yes. Yeah. And then we'll meet back here. And we figured lunch with Leto and um, then, you know, try not to die again. Again, it's not going to be an ambush in a crowd of people. We're going to be all right. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess I'm gonna go. All right, have a good tattoo. Thanks. Yeah. Um, just because that this has become sort of a, a topic of discussion, what are you taking with you or leaving in the room? Weapons, armor, like, tell me what you're walking around town as because perception is something that you've learned it matters. Um, so, are you carrying all of your usual? I guess what's the <laughs> checkout time? Well, I mean, usually it's like noon or something, but 
you know, you can pay for an extra yeah. night or whatever. Or we're just going to take, I'm going to ride a horse to... Uh, sure, so you just take all your stuff with you, great. Anyone, That's yeah. fine. I mean... Um... I'm gonna I'm gonna walk around with everything. We okay, haven't, we haven't run into just too much shit. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. Sure, you guys take all your stuff. So are you? You're not leaving anything in the room either. You're not intending. No, to... I'm gonna I'm gonna leave my um. Where do we Where do we We tie up the horses right in front of. No, we'll say you took them to the alehouse. Yeah, They're out there. yeah, no, that's what I mean. Oh, like, yeah, the, the there's like a small there. covered stable. Okay, cool. But right. um, assuming we're gonna pay for another night, I'm gonna take my saddlebags and put them in the room. Okay, sure. Yeah, you do so. Lock them up in the room. Um, and how much does another night cost? Do we know? Uh, I think it was four silver. Am I crazy? Three, four, seven, four, seven. Not um, right. Put two four silver. I'll double check. Okay, cool. Um, and I'll, uh, if we're all heading downstairs, I'll sort of bring the tray down for Satyria. Sure. She's not there at the bar. It looks like a young man is there. Maybe works sort of the early morning shift. Who's? And he's kind of not busy at the moment. There really isn't that many people. Four at silver the each, or no, no, for for the room. No. I'll take two. You guys take one. Wait, what? I just take one silver. Oh. I, I pay for two. Couldn't just pay for the room. No. We're all sleeping there. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'll Venmo you later. <laughs> um, okay. okay, I'll take the tray down, sort of put it on the bar, right. give the guy a wave. Have a good morning. Yes. Good morning. He kind of looks at it. It looks like he wasn't the one who brought it up because he kind of looks like... He's overseeing breakfast oh. and things. He's like, hmm, I didn't. <laughs> well, if, if I see him looking at all, uh, I think Satyria left it for us. Oh. All right. Don't care. So, I guess, uh, Orwell walked up to him. I'll see you later this afternoon. In the afternoon? Right, yeah. be safe. Give Sephira a hug. Give me a perception check as you give Sephira a hug. I shall proceed. Orwell, who's you? Oh, yeah. Or whatever they're called. What are you saying? 21. All right, 21. As you sort of give Safira a quick hug, you look up over her shoulder, and just sort of around the corner of a house nearby, you see someone in kind of a bluish robe just kind of oh my God. disappear behind you. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Let go. She'll go to Ireland, give him a hug, and just really quietly in his ear, it's just, you did go to Ireland. Have a good tattoo. Thanks, have a good maze. Yep, we're like maze. You guys begin to split. Yeah. And over on the other side, Bizarra comes down to a sort of groggy, but pulling himself together grave in there on the lower level. How you doing? Mohan seems to be long gone. You don't see him. Well, we'll be in perfect shape to lose a fight. I was thinking that as well. (laughs) Speaking of which. Yes. I wonder what we should stash away and what we should take with us. If we're not coming back here, maybe we should stop at the deck and get a room to at least yeah, and tie up the horses to everything. Like that makes sense. Do we dare talk to Hatchet? Oh <laughs> my! Not now. God. Not now. <laughs> Forget about us, hopefully. Well, I don't know if he's gonna forget about us, Craven, oh, but I, I understand what you mean. I don't think he'll be there first thing in the morning anyway. Okay. Let's gather our things. Yes. 
So as you go back up to grabbing your things, give me perception checks, both of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ten. Uh, twenty-one. Twenty-one. As you guys are sort of rolling up the bedroll, gathering your armor, shield, all your things, a little bit of clanking that covers some of the noise, but in a lull of quiet, Graven sort of hoists his sort of bag onto his shoulder, and you hear a little bit of a outside, in the backyard, kind of, in the same area that you fought the night before. Bizarre. What? There might be somebody here again. In the back. Alright, so it sounded like it was a door to this building. Uh, no. It sounded like it was, like, outside, like a gate or something. Okay, a gate. Is it, uh, did it sound like it was where we put the bodies? Uh, possibly. It's, it, yes, it comes from that general direction. Like, a, a door, an outdoor door or gate, not an interior door. Is there a window that I can... Yes, there is. Give me a stealth check if you'd like to do so. Yeah. Are there two windows? Like, I'll take one. <laughs> not in your room. Okay. Just want the one we um, I get on top of the shoulder. That's cute. Two. <laughs> you don't. You sort of carefully as you can peek up, but the angle because of the staircase in the back, it's hard to kind of get a look, and you can't quite see the stall where you guys put the bodies in from this window. Well, but I don't hear anything else. No. Do you want to check it out, or just make a run for it at the front? I don't think we should run anywhere. I, I think just we be prepared as we go downstairs. Are you going down? Into the back or out the front? So the where where I like pushed the guy and we fell, that was the back? Yep, that was the back staircase. Yep. So the front, right? We he, he heard it in he the back. He heard it in the back, yes. <laughs> Let's go at the front. Okay. Slowly. Quiet-lish. Quiet. Quiet-lish? Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to go down first. Okay. Brother. Um, are you guys trying to stealthily exit or are you just trying to... Not. I mean, quietly. Not, 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 yeah. not. Yes or no question. Not, okay. not that sounds like a yes. <laughs> sure. Yes, quietly. Okay, give me stealth. Oh my check. god. Time to go. Good stealth check. Twelve. 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 I mean, you guys start down the stairs, and with all your armor and stuff, yeah. there's the wooden stairs, a little bit of. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you kind of go. You guys are trying your best, but uh-huh. the house is pretty empty, so it echoes a little bit, and sort of the sound comes all the way down. You guys get to the front door. You get out to the porch. You look around. You don't see anything just yet. Let's go. Let's go. We don't have much time anyway. All right. You guys start to walk, and oh, you hear no. a voice coming out from kind of the back area. No. I've known you for less than uh, oh. 24 hours, and you're already some of the more interesting people that I've met. And you turn your head, and you see the kind of sweaty, slicked back hair and dark goatee. Ah. Brown Poncho of Villapont Willoughby, as he sort of is strolling in from the back area. He seems to have just closed the kind of fence area behind him. Now, why is uh, an out-of-towner spending the night at Mohan Fowler's house, and why is there a stack of dead longshoremen in the shed in the back? I imagine those two things are related, but I don't entirely see how. I'm sure you already know more than you're letting on. (laughs) But Anyway, it seems you work quick I heard about this supposed rematch With uh, Wilson at the toll ports We're headed there right now I can only assume he bargained his dignity for my time Wasn't a bad idea Mm -hmm. I also spoke briefly this morning With uh, Mr. Ramaker Who seemed almost giddy 
Which is not a state that he defaults to, typically. <laughs> We've been following up leads to not much avail, to be honest. I'm sure it occurred to you that you could have just looked at the bodies and doubled down on the confirmation that uh, they weren't related in any way. Probably could have even collected some of the contract. And yet you didn't. I think just agreeing that they're not... <laughs> if we just agreed oh, that they weren't connected, you'd get... That the Broken Crown would have let it go. Well, it's not the Broken Crown that needs to let it go. It's Ramaker. I think he was looking for someone who wasn't Broken Crown to tell him it was or wasn't. Well. What do you believe? I don't know. I haven't fully looked into it yet. You seem to be talking to a lot of people. Yeah, I do that sometimes. Well, I wouldn't want you to think about anything other than what we've sent you on, so I will deal with Ramaker. Well, it's fine. I got a tough time letting things go, so uh, maybe you do too. Maybe we got that in common. I have a tough time letting things go, which is... Uh, it's why this Mr. Two situation sort of itches at the back of my mind, mm. almost like a hangover. Difficult to know if it's just that. <laughs> you gave me three names that Sanka offered up, right? Hatchet, Butez, and Percival Mollifair. Mm -hmm. Well, I listened to my birds chirping and found out that Mr. Two and Hatchet had a verbal altercation a couple weeks back at the deck. It's hard to find someone who was close enough to hear any of it. But apparently Mr. Two wanted Hatchet to procure something for him that wasn't the usual micrawl. Hatchet took offense at that notion. I'm still working on finding someone who overheard a little more than that, but I figured I'd tell you what I know. As for Butez, I wasn't able to find much of a connection or relation to Mr. Two, but then somebody told me that one of my uh, birdies chirped in my ear that um, they shared a similar history doing magic for people that they don't exactly like. I'm sure you know that Mr. Two is an indentured servant for uh, Senka Uberti, so obviously they're not on the closest of terms. And Butez used to do a little work for the Broken Crown, which uh, didn't earn him a lot of friends here in Navikapura. I heard the words metallic attunement. I don't know what that is. Maybe you do. But apparently it was a service that he provided to the Broken Crown during the war. Does that sound familiar? Um, no, it doesn't. <clears throat> I mean, attunement. Yes, the metallic attunement. <laughs> yes. Attunement is magical in nature, so. Yeah. Um. Percival, I ain't had a chance to look into yet, so. Is Butez a, a magic wielder? Not that I know of. But then again, I hadn't heard the hurt words magical, uh, metallic attunement until I looked into it. So uh, might surprise me. Had you already... Where would Butez be found? Not here in... No. Brian, he not. lives in his shops over in Nakuzi. <laughs> well, it's across the uh, river from the blacksmith. It's easy enough to find. Right. And... The, the person who overheard the conversation conversation with Hatchet, mm -hmm. you don't know what exactly he was looking for? Just a certain type that Hatchet... No, like never... I said, I'm working on finding someone who was closer to the conversation. They didn't overhear much. Do you suppose it is drug-related, though? I mean, if they wanted something that wasn't... 
you'd go to somebody else. Right. I had the same thought. Do you know anything about Hatchet that would necessarily offend him? I don't know. I guess if you um, made some kind of uh, innuendo that you were encroaching on his business, maybe. Maybe if you asked about procuring, uh, I don't know, a very large portion of Micron, he might get the idea that you were looking to start your own business. That would be a way to make some money and get out from under Senka. Hmm. I'm just theorizing. I wouldn't put a pen to that. Hatchet has been a, a sticking point for us. He doesn't seem to like us very much. No. Hmm. We've made That's a fool bad. of ourselves a couple of times in front of him now, and I don't know if he'll talk to us again. Well, reputation's not my strong suit, so I can't help <laughs> you there. Does he like you? No. Well, I would have thought everybody likes you. I would have thought the same. <laughs> and pockets? I'm sure you had it on the tip of your tongue. I got some leads on that. But I want to say for certain and get your hopes up, so give me some more time. Thank you. This has been helpful. The murders. Would it mean anything to you if I... The ones in the back or the one that Thorsten's looking into? Thorsten's. <laughs> I wasn't in particular. Thorsten's murders. Would it mean anything to you if I told you that I looked at the bodies and evidence showed that each one of them was killed by either their own weapon or something that they had on them at the time? Is that the M.O. of anybody that you've heard of? No, but it's interesting. First thought that comes to mind is that... Um, they work somewhere, or they live with someone who doesn't exactly approve of weaponry, so you can't carry your weapons home with you. Otherwise, why not just keep the same one? Where would... As in, the assassin wouldn't want to have the weapons on them at all times. They would just use what they found. Something like a... Is, there's not a religious chapter in this district, is there? Mm, not a particular one. There's the uh, Nukelkian church over in Nakuzi, but not sure that would fit the bill. Something in the public service, like the Broken Crown, they would think it was odd if you showed up with weapons that you weren't supposed to have. But I doubt it's that. I'm sure you know that uh, I'd do some work for them. I feel like I'd have a read on it. Yeah. You think... I'm guessing Sanka does not allow her servants to have weapons. I doubt it. Is it possible that these two are connected? If you got a way to connect them, I'm just spitting out theories. It's all conjecture at this point. It's a possibility. It is. <laughs> Mr. Two was hungry for something in particular. When he got a bunch of dead ends like us, he started using force, like I am leaning towards at this point, myself. Leaning towards? He sort of looks back towards the <laughs> back. That was forced. That was an attack. Alright. <laughs> Mohan's supposed to be cleaning that up himself. You say so. But don't go around telling people that that's <laughs> I always say I heard it from a birdie. You wouldn't be able to 
keep an eye on him out the back of your head, would you? Keep an eye on who, Mohan? These were gentle void. And? I don't know. I ain't a bodyguard. I know. He's pretty capable. If you hear anything about people coming for him, maybe you could warn him somehow. You adding that to my list of uh, no, jobs? No, not, not on the record, no. Mm. If it ain't being paid for, uh, can't guarantee it gets done. Understood. Right. Well, we we, <laughs> we have to go. We need to right. meet Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, I got some other things to attend to today. You can go and talk to Hatchet or Wilson or Butez or whatever. Good luck with your fight. I'm sure you won't mind if I uh, place a hefty bet in Wilson's favor of the huh. match, which I'm hearing would be going against the odds after yesterday's beating. Please. That sounds reasonable. Uh, if if we don't end up staying at the deck tonight, we may end up finding refuge in that broken crown outpost that's been abandoned. For some reason, we feel like we can't stay at the deck. All right. If you want to find us. Do you have any other suggestions? No, not really. Plus, wherever you go, I'll find you. Wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> Great. I don't doubt that. I'll let you get back to work. Thank you again. Yeah, sure. I'll see you soon. Oh, um, I want that other 60 later today. Might as well take it now. All right. I don't get a lot of people. Still I still have, have your yeah, 70, so I'll, I'll, take it out, I'll take it I out of there. I knew you were going to be too nice. Mm, I'll take 60 out of that. All right. Buy yourself till tomorrow with this. I'll see you soon. See ya. And you watch him kind of tail his way back around. He's like, you already have one. I have one of seven. Hey. All right. Um, where we had him quickly to the deck yes. to yeah. put, in a, put in for a room. Okay. Uh, and just see if Hatchet yeah, is there. Too. Not engage. <laughs> it's quite a different sight to approach the deck earlier in the earlier hours of the day. But it doesn't mean that it's quiet. A man with a broom and a bucket of water looks to be scrubbing away the remains of a pile or two of vomit where some overserved patrons had rushed outside last night to empty the contents of their stomachs. The first floor windows are open to allow the breeze to sort of air out the interior, and inside you can see more of the staff working around the sort of dedicated morning drunks to clean tables, collect empty tankards strewn about. And the raven is also doing its part. It kind of flutters from abandoned plate to abandoned plate to pick away at any food that may have been left over. So you guys enter in. And again, there are some people here, some sort of like doubled over on tables, asleep, passed out, you're not sure. But, you know, it's mostly not empty, but not lively the way you've seen it before. And you see Brick at the, uh, the bar there. Brick, is it? Yes, Brick. We'll say that you've got that. Um, kind of... Succinctly go straight up to him. Mm -hmm. A room for the night, please. Sure, two silver for a room. Just has one bed. I got it. Okay. Here you go. Can I get you something for the morning? Yeah, I suppose we should eat. Sure. Got leftovers from last night, so roasted cod, stewed beetroot, pickled crab, ale. Uh, <laughs> how much is the crab? Uh, that's, uh, 1.1 silver, 2 copper. I'll do one of those. Huh? 
Um, I'll do the card, I guess. Alright, that's uh, just one silver, one copper. So as the food's being prepared, he gives you a key, um, and again, it's on the third floor. The second floor is more seating for the bar area, so you pass past the second floor up to the third floor. Uh, oh yeah, what room are we in? Does, is that um, yes, uh, 3E. 3E. Okay. Thank you. Now as you guys go up to the room while your food's kind of being prepared, um, and you open it up and it's even smaller than Villapont's room that you saw before, and his was already pretty cramped. So, you know, it, the guy crams as many rooms in here as he can sort of manage. So there's only one bed, but uh, you can, you know, there's enough room to sleep on the floor. Not cozy, but there is room. It'll do. It'll be fine. All right. So, armor, shields. I need to leave it behind again. No, I have obviously my magical abilities. If anything comes to, but I guess I have my fists. Yes. There you go. Those behind. Uh, yep, put everything down. Just keep a pack with, like, money and... Yeah. It's not weird to walk around with a pack, you know? No. Yeah. An adventurous <laughs> pack. No. Um, People The needs cool. of an adventure. Oh, and, and the whor- I imagine the getting a room, you have a place. Like, yeah, there's an outdoor stable. That they have someone on watch there, yeah. Okay. There's a room. All right. There. All right, well, let's oh, eat yeah. and lose. Yeah. <laughs> you go oh. back down. Oh, sorry. Oh, just that <laughs> we have to give him a tell during the fight. Okay. Mine is both of our tells have to do with punching for the head. If we're going for his head, I'm doing a, a like harsh blink. Okay. And you are brushing the hair off of your face. Away from your eyes. <laughs> he says that oddly tender. <laughs> Yes, just like that. Now that Mohan's gone. Yeah, yeah. Do it for me, do it for me right now. That's <laughs> mm, uh, too much. A little. Oh, okay. Maybe just one hand. <laughs> we'll work on it. We tried hair back. Yeah. Yeah. And we tried a mop. <laughs> That was good. That is for if we're going high. Oh, also, if you remember, I, he was he was surprisingly light on his feet, so uh, he may be trying for you know a lot of quick footwork, as it were, and uh, that uh, uh, he ends. I, from what I remember, he tries to finish off with with big heavy blows. So I don't know. Let him get him in there. Do I just let him hit me every time? Just most of the time. Oh god. Use the tell that that should be enough that when you a few a few heavy hits to the head if he's blocking, you'll wear yourself out and that'll give him a, a chance to, to land a few blows on us. Okay. Alright. I'll, I'll be going first, so follow my lead. That actually wasn't the deal. Fuck. <laughs> really? Wait, really? Yeah. I thought no. it was him. It, she said He said her first? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Well, you'll do great. <laughs> All right, Craven. Disaster. This is so 
Let's go. This goes against everything I believe in. <laughs> get, getting what we need by not having to pay money or kill someone? I can't get hurt. You'll be fine. Trust me. It's just a little dust up. Okay, let's do it. Alright. Sorry, sorry. Picking <laughs> You take a look around the room, by the way, while you're at the bar eating. It's, again, you can easily see everyone that's in here. It's not nearly as packed, and Hatchin definitely is not. You yeah. would recognize him. He's asleep sometime. So, you, you do not right. see. You don't see anyone you recognize other than the bartender. Alright. We don't want to be late. No. Let's finish up the rest of your meals. Start to head in the direction of the tall ports, but we will go over no, she first two <coughs> Orba. Ah. <coughs> so you get atop your horse, sort of ready for another ride, this time headed back in the opposite direction. You follow the flow of the Namika River this time, not going against it. You cross the eastern bridge, and you let the sounds of the lively Naupa give way to this quiet country road. It's sunny, but the wind has picked up, and you can see kind of, as people are going by, like flapping scarves and jackets of those people sitting atop their horses, wagons kind of shielding their faces a little bit as they lead their animals along, heading in the opposite what direction. You see grazing animals standing very still like figurines kind of along the horizon in these sort of vast farmlands off to your left and right. And you pick up little snippets of conversation from the travelers as they're talking to each other as they pass. It gives you little insights into the daily lives of these northerners. Chatter about working on the farms, when the next ship is coming in. And once you think you hear the name Burmese Yord in regards to an upcoming performance at the Upa Alehouse. <laughs> It's a very pleasant ride that gives you some time to think. And the soft clopping of your horse's hooves supplies a background rhythm that kind of keeps you moving forward at a good pace. Most of the people that you pass are riding and walking either solo or in very small groups, maybe two people, maybe three people. But about halfway between Upa and Nakuzi, you see a larger group coming in the opposite direction. Maybe a half dozen laborers crammed into the back of a wagon drawn by two horses at the front. The tools that they're holding hint at who they might be, even before you recognize their faces. Hmm. Shovels and pickaxes suggest some sort of digging or mining occupation. And you soon see the same men and women that you met when you first arrived at the Inn in Nagarwas, the ones that were sort of on work hiatus from their work on the Steederway. Mm -hmm. And they're sort of riding in the opposite direction, they're kind of laughing and sort of at each other. They're facing each other in the wagon, so they're not looking straight ahead except for the driver, sort of moving the horses along. So they're kind of coming up a little bit. And as you get close a little bit, one guy turns that you sort of had the majority of your conversation with, and he kind of squints and he leans forward off the side of the wagon. I recognize you. I recognize you. Well, hold up, hold up. And he sort of pats the driver who kind of pulls the wagon to a stop. And you all must have done good with the malice tanks. Construction on the Steederways back up and running. We're headed to Naupa now to finish the connecting tunnel to the old shepherd house where the Steederway entrance is going to be. The old shepherd house? Uh, yeah, shepherds used to be sort of elected officials for Davikapur, but we had a corruption problem, so most of them got killed. Uh, <laughs> a corruption problem? Yeah, like people were rigging the elections to get certain shepherds in charge, so... Uh, that was a while back. That's ancient <laughs> history. 
what did the shepherds do? Like, they were... Well, they're basically an elected representative for each of the four townships. So uh, they would, um, you know, get together and vote on, you know, what land would be designated for what reason. What took its place? Nothing. Just no, like, organized government of any kind? Just the ones that we see fit to lead us. It's usually people with labor unions, you know, like Jenna Void or whatnot. Oh, interesting. Cliff Ironclad and his advocates. Sure. Do they butt heads at all, the Gentle Void and the Ironclads? I don't know, sometimes. I'm not into politics too much. <laughs> That's okay, me neither. It's tiresome. Um, so, uh, every, everything is like tip-top shape with the steeder way then? We're going forward. I would say probably maybe two days time and we'd be up and running. Wonderful. And will you be operating them or once you're done with this, you go on to other things? Strictly labor for me. What's next for you then? I don't know, whatever project they give us next. There's always work to be done, usually along the coast. People carving out new spaces for buildings. It's growing faster than ever. Yes, I've been seeing some of that lately. Um, well, I meant to ask you, uh, we told the head of your union, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, yeah, Martin. We were telling him about possible other people being involved in the problems that you were having? Did they do any kind of investigation? Yeah, you know, it's funny you mentioned that, because uh, if you find yourself back in Nagarwas, yeah. I know that Llewellyn Hoggs was asking around about y'all after you left. None of us really had anything to say. We obviously don't know y'all that well, but we couldn't tell what you wanted to get at. She just asked if anyone knew where you was from or what you were trying to do. You told us bounty hunters, so that's what we told her. You bounty hunters. Did it sound like she wanted to see us or hire us or? Honestly, I don't know. When she spoke to me, she said, you know who they are? I said, bounty hunters. She said, all right, and then she left. Was she short, terse? I guess, maybe a little terse. <laughs> she, I, is she terse just in general? Yeah. Though? Okay. <laughs> huh. Okay, well, maybe I'll knock on her door. Yeah, I don't know. She wanted to know more. I figured go to the source. Did you direct her to us? Like, uh. Not really. I didn't know what to say. Okay. Good to know. Thank you. Mate, you did us a favor? I thought you should know. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's very kind. Um, well, I don't want to keep you. You're on your way to Yeah, work. we're, uh, headed, like I said, over to the old shepherd house. That's where the entrance is gonna be, but a couple of days' time, I think. Wonderful. Will you be staying in, um,. Uh, not Upa tonight then? Yeah, I'll probably be staying at the Upa Ale House. We sort of hop from uh, tavern to tavern until we're done with the project. Oh, wonderful. Well, I think we'll be there. We'll probably be watching the show at some point. There's I, going to be a concert. I didn't hear about the show, but that sounds pretty good. He looks around, <laughs> everyone kind of nodding. And so... Alrighty then. Well, yeah. I look forward to seeing you there. Yeah, you too. Alright, stay safe. Alright. He sort of whips the guy in front, whips the horse, and then starts moving. Yeah, he whips the guy in front. You start to ride a little more. Yeah. I'm looking through my notes to confirm that man's name. I think I have it here somewhere. We can look at it later. Willie. Uh, good memory. It was Willie. Willie. Yeah, there he is. Willie. I just was looking at that earlier. Okay, great. And with the sunshine, here we go, baby. You're better able to enjoy the colorful approach to Boffin Estates this time. The signs, the lanterns, flowers and flags billowing gently as you once again find the path denoted as the Boffin Estates history maze. If it didn't strike you before, 
The extravagant nature of this event certainly pops in the daytime, considerable effort gone to provide a bit of entertainment for the community, perhaps even a borderline transparent attempt to sort of garner favor amongst the locals. The two men that you're already familiar with are seated at their post near the entrance of the maze, Odwick Boffin in his frilled purple vest, and his attendant that guided you through the optimal path last night. You do notice one additional feature that you may have missed before because it was very dark and they were already extinguishing the lanterns. Maybe 80 feet away, posted at one of the corners of the maze, is a little crow's nest style perch that peeks up over the hedges, allowing a lookout to kind of peer over the sides and make sure that nobody's sort of cheating by hacking their way through the bushes or climbing up over them. So they have a little sort of posted lookout just to make sure nobody's, no funny business is happening. As you're getting closer, it looks like one woman is just emerging from the exit. Three colored flags in hand, red, blue, green, smiling. She's breathing heavily. Several looks like she just sort of dashed through the maze as quickly as she possibly could. And Oddwork gives her sort of a, a round of applause and he shakes her hand, he takes the flags from her. He hands them off to the attendant that you spoke to who takes the flags and starts to go back into the maze to you know, reset the flags back to their original spot. So you guys are sort of approaching just as he's going into the maze and Odwick is sort of shaking her hand and it looks like he takes a quill, dips it in some ink and once again a ledger that's there on the desk. He seems to be recording her time there in the ledger. Uh, well done, well done. Mr. Boffin. Oh, hi. Hello again, so good to see you. It seems your departure plans have changed. They yes, did. a little yes. bit, yes. I'm so glad that you're able to experience my history maze. It's beautiful to see it in the daytime. Yeah, yes. You lose the sort of mystique of it in the evening. Ah, it's a beautiful day for a little bit of fun, wouldn't you say? Yes, yeah, well, I would sure. I would personally at least love a love a go at the maze. Yes, yes absolutely. Sotiria spoke so highly of it. Excellent. Let me uh, record your name, sir. Yes, Erland. And are you going as well, or just here to cheer him on? Uh, no, I'll go in as well. All right, yeah. your name? Sephira. And who's going to go first? I think I'll go first, if yeah, that's sure. all right. Excellent. Mark that down. And uh, Ned shall be coming back shortly. He's just resetting the flags. And sort of, as he's recording your names, you see the man come back out. And he sort of gives a little nod. Uh, here to do the maze again. Uh, uh, yes. Oh. Right, yes. Uh, we, yes. Yeah. Um, Alright, and he sort of takes the ledger from, uh, um, from Odwick Boffin, who sort of slides it over to him. And you see as Odwick looks like he goes to sort of um, just check the entrance of the maze and see off the woman. He sort of gives her a handshake and sees her off. You watch as Ned takes a couple pieces of parchment that are like underneath the one that was being written on. And he takes them and he looks at Odwick and then he kind of discards them under the desk. And he comes back up. Uh, Mr. Boffin, uh, I'm afraid we're running low on parchment to record the uh, competitors' times. And Oddwick turns back. Oh, really? I thought we, I thought we just added to the ledger. <laughs> uh, uh, Ned here will get you started on the maze while I pop back to the house for just a moment. Uh, don't forget to remind them about the weapons. Yes, and enjoy. I I'll be right back. Enjoy the maze. And he sort of shuffles off a little bit. And Ned kind of watches him go a little bit. All right, look, the uh, lookout today is Argin. He's cool, don't worry. I promised him a bit of the coin from my end to make sure that he doesn't report it or nothing like that. Make it look like you already knew the maze if you do it too quickly. 
And uh, you have to put your weapons in this crate here. There's a nearby kind of crate. We give you the key to the crate. We're not trying to steal your weapons. We had a problem with some young kids taking knives in and they'd carve obscene messages into the hedges, making sort of <laughs> phallic imagery. It was a mess. So you got to leave your weapons. Is that right? Sure. Oh. All right. Opens the box. Kids aren't still in there with the knives, are they? No, only one person's in all at a time. Oh, all right. I thought you... No, that, that, that didn't just happen so, today. No, I thought it just happened today. No, it's just like corner in the corner. Everyone's like, don't they just get lost forever? And no just one give us the. They don't. They just. People live in here, right? Forever. I thought people just lived in here. You're so sorry. Uh, weapons in, and you take the key. Hands in the key. You guys put your. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll put the. I think I only have my non chapter one, man. I'll darks as well. Yeah, so. The bow and the. Do you carry the sickle I with you? I carry the sickle with yeah. me too, I guess, technically. So. Right. Put it in. Guys probably like. Yeah, guys, guys, you guys have, have the key. key. Yeah, put all those weapons. <laughs> Alright, so you ready? Oh, does Mr. Boffin not need to be here to witness it or something? Um, no, we can probably start without as long as he sees you come out. Oh, yeah. oh alright, as long as that's. Like I said, there's a lookout and he's gonna swear that you did it legit. Alright. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you going first? Yeah, Erlen will sort of like get into like a, <laughs> like ready, a ready stage. position. Great. And he has, similar to this, he has like a large, it's much bigger, a large kind of uh, hourglass that he sort of has on the desk there. Alright. And. Go! And he turns the hourglass. Alright, Erlen dashes oh into the maze. God. But before we do that, <gasps> yes. we're going to go over. You return to the tall points. <laughs> Wait, short points. For the fight? Tall points. <laughs> much many more people. They showed the up to the short ports. were busier. We're in the nope. wrong spot. Tall oh, the tall ports are international, so that it's actually less foot traffic. I'm insane. You suggested the short ports originally, and he said, no, 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 tall ports. Okay. More people will be there. Okay. I'm on top of it. <laughs> you take a left past the short ports yeah. and head straight for the tall ports. <laughs> and it feels like it entering this like entirely new area. A stark contrast between the sort of expansive calm of the piers at night and this frenzied hubbub as laborers offload these enormous galleons anchored in the deep shore waters. The docks and the coastline boardwalk, they're kind of chaotic at first, but you do sense a kind of method to the madness, certain people and priority tasks that have earned the right of way, a separate little hierarchy entirely of its own that keeps conflict to a minimum and fosters an atmosphere of mutual respect amongst those who endure this backbreaking but satisfying line of work. (laughs) To help with the congestion and the throngs of dock workers moving about, you do see a few uniformed men and women with bright red sashes tied around their waist, and they seem to be kind of directing the flow of traffic. If anyone's kind of bringing a crate or something the wrong way, you see them kind of tap them and point to a different spot, making sure that everybody gets in the right spot. You occasionally hear a whistle being blown as someone sort of starts in the wrong direction, and you see the person with the sash kind of blow it, signal to them, and point in the right direction. It looks like the majority of the goods being brought in off the boat are brought through a row of roofed but open-walled kind of warehouse-looking buildings just beyond the boardwalk, where checkers and bookkeepers denote what's been received, what's set up to go out next, a very sort of intricate process of everything coming off the boat, careful records being taken of what's there, and then another sort of separate process as things are being put back on the ship. Without knowing the general run of things, it seems daunting to try and locate any one person in particular, 
swarming with hundreds of people moving <laughs> in off the boats. I was going to say, do I see Vane? But... Uh, give me a, 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 a perception check for that. Okay. As you kind of take a look at Eleven. Eleven. You do not see Vane. Okay. And you take a moment here, kind of you and Bazaar sort of letting the action of the ports kind of swirl around you. Suppose we stand out more than he does. I guess we just wait for him to come to us. Um, okay. I'm unprepared, if that's what I'm supposed to be. It, I promise it'll go smoothly. <laughs> no worries. Try to... You know what? I'm not going to say anymore. Let's just do it. <laughs> Whatever you say. Get too much in my head. So Graven sort of stands posted, like a little awkwardly, like looking around. A couple of people who are like carrying like heavy goods kind of push their way by you and kind of give you sort of an eye roll or something as they walk by, as you're just sort of standing in the middle of this kind of thoroughfare moving back and forth. (laughs) Until finally, a voice comes out, a little ways down the boardwalk. Hey! Outsider! I got a bone to pick with you! And you see the half-orc man sort of strutting forward, looking quite uh, sort of healthy after the last time you saw him. And you feel him, he's sort of got an extra pep in his step as he sort of makes his way down the boardwalk. There's a few people following him, like some of the people that were there at the original fight that are kind of just tailing him as they sense some of the excitement brewing. Mm. Yesterday, when we fought, you cheated. After the fight... One of the guys who was watching, and he kind of points to one of the guys behind him, found a discarded potion bottle that smelled like a potion of hill giant strength. You had liquid strength flowing through you, and I knew those punches were landing too hard. Cheater! He sort of pokes you in the chest with his finger. And you see some of the people that are offloading, you can immediately kind of sense a little bit of the gravity of the area sort of circling around as people, even one person's like mid-blow on the whistle and then kind of (laughs) takes the whistle out of his mouth. Hill giant strength, why in the God's name would I need something like that? Because you couldn't beat me otherwise, that's why. Uh, He's full of shit. I, I bet my small friend here could beat you just as badly as I did. Is that right? Yes. Alright. I challenge you to a rematch. Right here. Right now. I'll prove I'll beat you just how you would have yesterday. I'm gonna fight your friend first and you second. That way we replicate the conditions. I'll try, like, try to try to get in his face as though I'm okay. gonna start fighting him first. Like, you're... Uh, no, your friend first and uh, then you. Fine. Give me a performance check. Give <laughs> 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 Uh, 16. 16, great. As soon as you kind of bump chest, there's a little bit of like, (laughs) and you see kind of, someone blows the whistle, but not in that kind of long sort of toot to indicate uh, sort of where someone should be going. They kind of toot toot to like get people's attention. And you see some of the people, some of the people on the ships kind of lean over the railings of the ships and like peer down into this little circle forming around. And he sort of takes off his shirt and sort of reveals sort of a chiseled physique underneath, throws it to the side. <laughs> Grease me up. <sighs> I can take you. Let's do this. <sighs> and they sort of get into position to fight. That is where we are going to take a break. Oh and when we come back, we will begin. Chaos. The Getting match to the and the maze at the same time. Excitement on both ends. Well, <laughs> it's been great. We're going to take a quick break. Corbin's just in the room going, ow, 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 ow. And her friends are like, 
<laughs> and everyone's like sweating. <laughs> Small children stabbing him in yeah. the calf. <laughs> you told me the children were gone. Shut up. <laughs> we will take a brief break and come back. We'll see you guys on the other stick side. Um, stick around for the excitement. Oh boy. Conrad Tortell did suck. Hey. hey! I guess it's true. Maybe. <laughs> we'll be right back, everybody. Hacker. <laughs> Tabletop Notch is made possible through the support of fellow adventurers like you. Please consider subscribing to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. Best of all, you can do this free of charge with an Amazon Prime subscription. Not enough for you. So be it. Follow us on Instagram at tabletopnotch and Twitter at tabletop underscore notch for updates, announcements, and other amusing content, so I'm told. If you miss an episode, venture to our YouTube channel for recaps of previous chapters. And now, back to A Peak Beneath the Veil. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, Perfect. to A Peak Beneath the Veil. Yay. Chapter 77. We left off, and we will start right up. Let's bring up the cam. Oh, no. Oh, hell yeah. With a little rumble on the docks oh, here. Here we go. So, Bizarre sort of... Gets herself limber, shakes out the limbs a little bit. You see Cleaver kind of doing the same, stretches his arms back and forth, sort of clamps his fist a little bit, keeps loose, and you guys kind of circle each other a little bit. So just to go over once again, this is kind of a, a homebrew mini game that we've come up with. It's a little fist fighting mini game that involves kind of choosing where you're choosing to hit your opponent and then defending in certain ways. So you pick an attack and a defense with the idea typically to outwit your opponent and attempt to defeat them, although in our case, <laughs> no uh, in our case, there might be a little bit of shenanigans throwing the match involved. However, first of all, these are edge cards, which is a special part of the game, where when you have um, high enough stats, you do get uh, like basically little one-time advantages in the game. Right. You also don't have to use them, especially if you're attempting to lose, you might not, right. but I will give you two of those. <laughs> Ooh, do I, I get know. bad edge cards, like negative ones? <laughs> That's just called, like, leaning into the punch. I don't know. I'm not being dumb. I can look at them, right? Oh, yeah, you can look at them. Um, <laughs> accidentally hit yourself. But again, those are totally optional. But what we will go over is, first off, you have to roll for composure. And the whole idea is um, when you reduce your opponent to zero composure by hitting them a certain number of times, that they get knocked down. So, Zara, why don't you roll me, what is your hit die? My when you do a short rest, what are your hit die that you roll? Oh, 4d10. A d10. So give me a d10 roll. Mm. No. Give me a sun. Oh, wait, that is <laughs> that a d10. That was right. Oh. Trying to make me look like an idiot. Shame. 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 I was holding Shame. an 8. Shame. Shame. Four. And you're going to add, uh, what is your constitution modifier? Uh, for my saving? Or no, you're just no, one on the side, right? Yep. Three. So seven and then plus 15. Your composure is 22 is what you're starting with. So write down 22. I'm going to roll for Wilson. Oh, I don't have my ring girl screen. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, your what? What? The ring girl thing. Oh, yeah. Hang on. It's hardly Hang a on. substitution. And then make an initiative roll for me. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> 
You were shifted one down. Uh, <laughs> 16. Right, so you will strike first. Great. So you guys kind of get ready. He's sort of leaning down a little bit. He certainly towers over you in terms of stature. And a little bit of the crowd is cheering along. People are getting into it here on the docks. Some people are trying to like maintain order. They're like, let's get back. Can we... Please. And sort of giving up as this kind of <laughs> <laughs> People are not listening to them as they sort of So, you're going to pick two attacks and one defense, and I will do the same. Did I already put uh, something in the wrong place? Get him. My uh, cards. Oh no. Uh oh. I definitely you lose. Here they are. I have them. They're in this box. There. I'm trying not to backseat drive over here. <laughs> I mean, if you want to. So, before also we reveal them, are you doing anything with your hair? <laughs> I was going to get to that. Okay. Thank you. So, she like hustles down and she just goes. Okay, okay. Ooh, let's see if he has a good enough memory. That's not on us. That is <laughs> not on us. Oh my god, I hope she goes for low, lower body. <laughs> Alright, so the first volley of strikes go out. What does Bizarre come in with? I go with a head strike and a head heavy. And with head protect, he covers up his head, absorbs the two blows, (laughs) and then he goes for two strikes. He's gonna go for body strike, head jab. I did a head protect. Great, so the, the jab is negated, but you're gonna take four composure. And he's going to take one for the fatigue. And you spend three. Oh, yes, right. you also spend energy to throw okay. heavier strikes. <clears throat> Great, so Wilson comes out strong, and immediately you see people kind of, yeah, I knew it, I knew it, I knew this was <laughs> And Wilson's sort of, <clears throat> and he's going to get ready again. So pick a new ones. Yeah. Embarrassing happens. And he kind of narrows his eyes. Sort of looks at your face and <laughs> at your hair. Yeah. Don't think about it too much. Don't think about it too much. <laughs> I, I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to myself. <laughs> Great. Raven's pacing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get him. Don't get him, but get him. Do great. Do great. Yeah. Oh, Alright, so he looks in. Oh. Anything that you're. Nope. Okay. Alright, what do you come in with? Come in with a body strike and a head strike. He does a duck and weave and <gasps> dodges out of the way of both of them as he sort of deftly ah! maneuvers around. <laughs> oh, comes up empty on both strikes yes. and he comes back with a body heavy times two. I did a duck and weave. Duck and yes. weave, so both. So he comes in yes. with one big punch oh. and then follows it up with one ah. right to kind of the side there, right in the gut as you kind of oh. Oh. absorb oh. the oh. Yeah. You take uh, 12 composure oh, damage. Damn. Plus three. Actually, yeah, plus three. He spends Twelve four. and three, I'm out. You see the kind of rippling across Bizarre's skin as the second one hits. And Bizarre sort of crumbles to the ground a little bit. 
That was really fast. Whoa, Pretty no. good at this, guys. <laughs> and sort of some cheering comes up, and some of um, um, Wilson's friends that sort of came along for the ride are like pushing people and sort of say, I told you he's cheating. I knew it. I knew he was cheating. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, just in general. We right? were like, yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, it's not over yet. It's not over. She, she's got another chance. People are sort of waving in your direction. Nonsense. Uh, you need to make another composure roll. So give me another uh, d10 roll. Yeah. And add 18. So it's 22. It's working. It's working. This is very confusing. Something's for working. I know. For the first time. I know. Usually okay. this would be horribly bad. Shitty rolls. Yeah. So now he's gonna. So you swap places. So he's gonna strike first now, but still okay. pick out your things. And once again, he's sort of. As he's circling you, looking okay. at you. All right. All right. Give me a second. Give me a second. <laughs> She's like, I'm deciding. <laughs> Stop looking at me that way. Uh, uh, <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? You got to say Ooh. Okay, okay. <laughs> she moved her hair twice. Yeah. That means lots That's of hair. Alright, he comes in quickly with a head strike times two. Two quick head strikes. Head protect. I come in. Oh, no, no, no. no. Oh, it's just your defense. defense first. Head protect. Head protect. <laughs> comes up empty as Bizarre sort of gets into a ball a little bit. He's kind of punching down with his strikes and she's able Aww. to cover up her head enough. He sort of backs yeah. up, a little frustrated. And what do you come back with? I come back with a head strike and a head head. And he head protects as well. <laughs> and now this time, sort of the, the the move used again, sort of in quick succession. Give me a performance check. Oh, oh. No. Okay. Come on, BZ. Seventeen. 17, nice. great. Bizarra sort of goes in for the strikes and she really sells that she's hitting hard. She kind of mm, puts her sort of muscle into it, grunting a little bit as she throws her strikes. And people are kind of noticing. And even though you went down quick, they're like, she's got some, some spunk in her. She's got some, she's sort of people pointing a little impressed. A little spunk lady. All right, another round. Show him. Show him the business, Bizarra. Show him. Give him the business. And, and show the business. Yeah. Give the business. Give this pretty boy what's coming to him. What do you got? Ken sort of ducking down to try and get a look at <laughs> your face. Yeah. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Did you know how to fake a fight? Uh, I didn't actually say that out loud. That would be suspicious. Alright, he throws a body strike and a head heavy. I have a general defense. Okay, so that negates the strike, but you take the heavy. So she sort of brushes off the strike, but then follows up kind of right on the chin with a head heavy. Um, You take eight composure. Oh, what did I? Oh, I didn't lose anything last time. Yeah, you didn't lose any last round. Or did you throw? Did you use any fatigue last round? I think you did. Uh, It was Uh, a. it was a head. Head strike heavy, and a head. Head strike oh. and a head heavy. I said. Yeah. Okay. So it's either a, a jab Sorry. or a strike. That's okay. Minus he three. loses three from this one. Minus eight. Okay. <sighs> right. So you take a wall up to the head and you sort of dazed a little bit, try and come in with Ooh. your two strikes. And I come in with a double body heavy. He general defenses, so both of them hit. Oh, <laughs> so no. Yeah. Oh, no. So bizarre, no. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's good. Sell it. Sell it. Sell it. <laughs> And he sort of gets hit almost like just above the groin a little bit. 
So he takes uh, how 12. much is the twelve? Oh my god! Okay, that's like the first time you got it. And you take the fatigue from that as well. It's two, so two yeah. for each of those. Oh, two no, for four. each. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Okay. Okay. So Once again, they circle back. around a little bit. Oh, 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 I see, I see. I'm sorry. Taxi driving. I'm taxi driving. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just nervous. <laughs> You're gonna make yourself sick. You're right. <laughs> Alright, so sort of holding his midsection a little bit, sort of rubbing it, trying to get some feeling back into that area. He once again sort of looks in to try and read your face a little bit. Give me one more performance check. Oh, oh, I but you've done it a few times. Okay, eighteen. Okay, so we'll leave it. A quick convincing, a little bit of your sweat kind of goes flying off into a nearby member who kind of oh, oh. yeah, someone who's like circling around you guys. All right, all right. He comes in with uh, two head jabs. I defend with oh oh yeah footwork. Uh, footwork. <laughs> so both go through. So. Bops you with two kind of quick little strikes to the face in addition to what the footwork costs there. Yeah, three. Great. And I come back. Uh, and he hits you with oh. four there. Oh, shoot. Oh, he hits me with four of them. The the strikes happen first. The jabs happen oh, first. Oh, oh. So four. Oh, so that's minus four. Basically, I'm but down. you can't, you you can't, can't down yourself. Yeah. You can't exhaust. So you just go to one. So you're just like Okay, one. so about yep. one. Great. Well, and then you come back with... I come back with a head heavy and a body jab. Okay, so blocks the head heavy sort of glancing Psych. blow, and then you give a little douche, sort of knock to the chest, and he sort of, oh, that was a good, good little shot there. Oh, <laughs> I was trying with the head arm. That's, That's perfect. Okay. That's perfect. Uh, so you just hit him for one there. Perfect for the jab. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I was just... Okay, and Bizarre sort of <sighs> breathing heavy on last legs. Die a hero. Die a hero. <laughs> Nobody here knows you except for the people who tried to kill you and they're all dead! Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not funny. Um, it's a little funny. <laughs> <laughs> Beezy looks up, Pindle's just sitting on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh I disapprove. Yeah. <laughs> That is not how you acquire pieces. All right, and this time, not even looking for a signal, he can kind of smell blood in the water a little bit, seeing you kind of tipping on your back feet. Just comes in with two quick attacks here. Okay. He goes for a head jab and a body strike. I come back with a head protect. Head protect, so the body strike. (sighs) And Bizarra tips over to the side, sort of falls to the ground. Next one, bring on the next one! And there's a little bit of like cheering and stuff. And again, some people, a little couple of people trying to break it up, and some people are like, just one more, just one more! Just piss off, piss off! Alright, so Bizarre sort of limps over to the side. Graven gives her kind of a little encouraging tap. <laughs> that was nothing. Oh, I didn't even need her to soften you up for me. Let's go, Cheetah! He sort of gets himself ready. <laughs> he's going to stay on the same composure because he's fighting right back oh, to back. No. Okay, he's going to stay okay. exactly where he is. Uh, so I'm going to roll my composure. 
Seven, so... Seven, seven plus constitution plus yeah. fifteen. Seven. Why do I roll yeah, well on these times? So seven plus well. constitution is three, so ten plus sixteen. Just plus fifteen. Fifteen, so twenty-five. And initiative as well. Initiative. Twelve. For Eight. Twelve, so he will strike first in the first round. Oh, I need these, I need these. Okay. I need some space. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. You guys are more nervous about this and you're losing on yes, purpose. Because we're very... so strong and powerful. Um, <laughs> it's making them look bad. Goofy. Um, I could lose like this, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, you. you for you, this is difficult. Yeah. For me, <laughs> professional, <laughs> professional loser. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. Okay. Yep. All right, great. So they circle each other, and now you can really feel the crowd getting into it because they knew this was kind of the sort of main event match here to see if Wilson could sort of reclaim his honor. And he sort of gives you a look in. Okay. I'm really concentrating on keeping my eyes like wide open. Oh, he hasn't blinked in. <laughs> Wilson leans, he like touches your face. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wilson's He's tearing up. Fire. Wilson's gonna strike first with a body strike times two. Uh, general defense. Okay, so negates one of them. Yeah. So Graven kind of clams up a little bit, and one punch just gets just oof, up under the elbow. There, you take four. Okay. He takes two, exhaustion or fatigue. All right. Feeling it out, kind of dancing around a little bit. And he sort of backs up on one foot, dashes to another foot, to, to one foot, one foot. He's doing footwork. Uh-oh. Double body jab. Double body jab. <laughs> 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 he hops over to one other foot, and you're right there smacking him with another little jab. Okay, so he takes two plus the three from footwork. <laughs> Come on, Graven. Oh, am I ruining this? Okay. Um, <laughs> he hasn't gone down yet. He has not gone. He's he still on. He better stop. <laughs> All right. So once again, now eyes up at him a little more even level, kind of looking down his nose a little bit, keeping his fists in front of his face to kind of hide the fact that he's trying to like peer in. Yeah. And I and I will. I'll like wince a little bit and give up. Okay. Someone lose Graven. I'll bowling. Do a hard blink. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, he, he comes in with head strike times two. Body protect. Body protect. Yeah. So Graven kind of leans in a little bit and just gets clipped once on the cheekbone and then back the other way across the chin, like pinballed one direction and then the other with two quick succession strikes. Beautiful. That's okay. ten to you. Ooh, okay. There it is. Um. <sighs> Yeah, again, shake, kind of shake off and like mm-hmm. come back. Head strike, head heavy. Head protect. <sighs> two big swipes okay. and he buckles down. Goose glancing blow off to the side. And people seeing that exchange sort of, oh, oh. And they back up and prepare themselves for another volley. Come on, then. Uh, all right. Indeed. Uh, 
<laughs> Once again, leans in as best he can, covering his face a little bit to get a peek. Um, I'm gonna kind of like purposefully like give a look down and then look back up. Okay. Yeah. Sort of moves in. That's a new signal. Mm-hmm. You guys did not He's gonna come us. in with a head heavy body jab. Counter. Wilson <laughs> so, no! comes in for a big head heavy and Graven just comes right up underneath. <sighs> Gotta make it look real! And sort of the lip sweat kind of drizzling out as he goes down. No! Oh shit! Okay, 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 so, okay, okay that's fine. Dirt. It's fine. And a little bit of, oh! No! Not cheating after all, eh? <laughs> Sort of goes down. Uh, yep, that's fine. Uh, that's fine. Uh, it's fine. Did you take stamina from counter? No. Nope. That's not stamina? Nope. So the first thing he threw was the heavy? Yep. That was the first oh, thing he threw. Shit. Okay. If you win this fight! Oh my god. Okay, um, um, he needs to roll new composure. And uh, you swap, so you will be first to strike this time. Okay. Um... <laughs> ah, you like that, do ya? And I'll give him, I'll like, <gasps> it ain't over yet! I'm like, oh, here's more where that came from, and I'll like, give him a wink. Give him a nasty little yeah, wink. Yeah, like, a nasty <laughs> wink, like, <laughs> eat this. That is weird. What is happening? I like a nasty um, wink. He's, he's not even... Does a wink mean only one head hit? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> Alright, you strike first. So, double head heavy. Head protect. So, Graven comes in with. Too big that he's just. The slow moving overhands that he's able to kind of duck out of one way and then out of the other. Mm -hmm. And then he comes back, matching your ferocity with a double head heavy. Head protect. Head protect. And you can see him bringing a little heavy and gets. Growling at each other, so oh my god. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> How is it possible that I was better at doing this than him? Come on! Because I, I overthink shit! And I don't? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, Do you know me at all? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tony spent. You spent your fatigue for that. I did spend, yeah. Um, it does as well. Wait, I think that puts me to one. Okay. Yeah, because oh, that's, fo- that's four. Two for each. Die, Graven, die. You look terrible. <laughs> that's not true. Then I am actually four still. No, Graven. <laughs> so I am at four. Oh, he can always just pretend to fall over. No, oh, oh. no that's, then you have to make a really good one. <laughs> I mean, he whiffs All right, he kind of leans in once more, trying to read you a little bit. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, eyes wide open. Eyes wide open. All right. Let's go. God. <laughs> this is hard. Okay, you're first to strike. Uh, body strike, body jab. Okay, the body jab hits. He dances around a little bit Ooh, with some clever okay. footwork. But the... Uh, it's just, just one. The, just the one point. Yeah, right, I put myself three to three. Footwork. Sort of dances around a little bit, gets tapped a little bit on the chest as he's dancing around, and then he comes quickly back with body heavy, head strike. Uh, negate one non-heavy. Okay, can so I head choose strike? To well, non-heavy. 
Oh, non-heavy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So great, you negate the head strike. And so he, you take six. Yeah, I'm great. Yeah. <laughs> One big strike to the body. <laughs> and Graven goes down. And now sort of evened up a little bit. You can feel the sort of momentum turning. There it is, there it is. So, know, some coins kind of quickly changing hands as people try to change their bets and oh. place additional oh. bets. Okay, okay, composure again. Now, guys. Okay, five this time, a little, a little better. So instead of... Um, I start at 25, so 23 I start at this time. God, I keep breaking my pencil. What do you got, like a point three over there? What? <laughs> your lead. Thickness of your lead. It's very thin. Your thin. It's very thin. Um, <laughs> okay, well, they rotate again, so he is now striking first again. Yeah. Okay, it's, okay. It's, I don't know um, my own friend anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lost in the world of pugilism. What if Kuzni takes over at the very end and just demolishes <laughs> Yeah, Kuzni's like, this is embarrassing. My clerics don't lose. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, sort of okay. dancing around a little bit on his feet, trying to get a little bit of the blood flowing back. Sort of, you can see kind of a little redness showing up on his face, a little oh, blood shit. under the nose. Having just come up, I am going to kind of purposely give like a few... <sighs> performance check, now that it's the third time you've okay. utilized this. Natural 20. Natural. Yeah. Great, so coming up off of the ground, like Raven kind of blinking heavy, right, it looks just face. like he's, you know, just kind of trying to get his right wits down. about him. Um, great. Alright, he's gonna come in with head jab, head strike. Uh, duck and weave. Duck and weave, so they so, both hit. So caps him with the jab and Graven tries to go down, but then he comes around and hits you just as you're kind of moving in that direction on the side of the face. That's seven to you. Ooh, so one from that and seven from that. Yeah. Five, fifteen. Um, uh, head heavy, head strike. Curls up again. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the two hits glance off of him. <sighs> Breeze and they circle once more. Okay. Did you take um, off in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For these things. Though. For the heavy and strike? The head no, head oh, head I didn't. Oh my god, thank you. Holy crap, I'm so, I'm out of my mind. Uh, three. You are welcome. Well, okay, great, great, great. Help me lose Bizarro. Yeah. Please, Bizarro. <laughs> please, Bizarro. Please, Bizarro. Please, Bizarro. Um, An episode. 13, what the hell was that? One. Uh, it's all we're finding my crew things. Uh, yes. Wow. Okay. And he throws body strike times two. General defense. Okay, so one is negated. One, one strike, and then he sort of blocks that. So he goes in the same side twice. One of them gets blocked. Four to you. Okay. That's two for him. Oh, shit. And what do you come back with? Double body jab. He goes counter, so a couple oh, quick uh, shots kind of in. Still only with just two, right, with the double body jab? Yeah, just okay. take two. Right. So he sort of seems to be prepping for a big hit. You come in with two. Just a couple quick body taps that he's not prepared for. Come on, great. I know, I know. We're so goddamn close. Go down, um, go down, go down, go down, go down. Uh, I 
my god. What are you um, risking? To risk it. What are you risking? Okay. Time seems to kind of slow like as they circle um, each other. I'm gonna exactly whip my head like and like and and again no. like tr- like I'm gonna focus Fucking up and, and blink again. Check. Come on, now. you got it, yeah, you got it, you got it. Oh, I already forget. Five, five. Graven kind of winks, it, it, not winks, he sort of blinks his winks. eyes a little bit, and it's just, it comes off because sort of the last volley, he didn't convincingly hit you. In fact, you came back with two good strikes, so this act where you're kind of trying to shake off the hit doesn't quite translate a little bit, and a couple yeah. people in the crowd sign up, you can see some people looking around a little bit, nobody okay. says anything just yet. Yeah. Um, he strikes first, right? Yep, he strikes first. He's put me down. All right, he goes, head jab. Head, body, heavy. Negate body. Uh, Body protect. Body protect. Great. So the heavy gets blocked. He uses two fatigue for that. And then a quick bop to the face with a head jab for two. So I take two. two. Okay. And then what do you come back with? Head heavy, head jab. Head protect. So he does blocks those two attacks. And you can see him sort of gaining his... And you see him looking around a little bit because he can sense that maybe we've utilized this technique a little bit. He's making sure that no one's kind of calling him out on it. Okay. Okay. Um, You don't see anyone try to interrupt the fight yet or anything. Yep. Thanks. the body. Uh... It's like a ref. People with the whistles. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, Wait a minute. Uh. Come on. Come, come on, on, baby. Come on. Um. Eyes wide. Right, knowing like, that he doesn't want to yeah. risk it, he doesn't even really look for a signal. Kind of ducks back and forth a little yep. bit and quickly comes in with a head jab, head strike. Negate one non-heavy general defense. Normally you would negate the stronger one, but you actually get to choose. I will so not negate the stronger negate. one. Yeah. So you see Graven kind of see the jab coming in and quickly put up his defense and then put it back down, <clears> thinking <throat> that he might be going elsewhere. And Tushin takes a smack across the face. How much? That's five to you. Oh, that's it. That's <gasps> yeah, 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 that's it. That's it. As Graven takes the strike across the face, he falls back, and some of the people catch you. Sort of, a, you sort of bowl down a couple people as you fall backwards into the crowd. The weight of you carrying you back. People say, ah, oh, I knew it. I fucking knew it. And Bizarre sort of watching from the crowd. You can hear some of the like chatter that's happening around as people are calling out, sort of shouting into the abyss. It's always some asshole from out of town who thinks they're untouchable. Sort of people pushing oh, and talking to each other. And one yeah, man no. leans and I wouldn't trust a man who didn't try to cheat a little bit. And finally, you hear some of those loud whistles start to blow. As the second you go down, finally, the uh, sort of people organizing the docks are trying to get things back in order. Hmm? A couple long blows of the whistle. And you see people kind of, all right, right," picking back up their crates, putting them over their shoulders. A couple people kind of come over, so good fly, man, good close. I'll kind of like, like, be defensive about it and be like, sort of move off a little bit. And Wilson's sort of with his buddies over there and they're congratulating him. He's kind of like rubbing his knuckles a little bit. And you see him kind of look over the crowd and kind of... Let's... Drinks at the deck on me! Let's go! He sort of goes with a few people over the deck and walks his way off. You guys are left here and they're kind of <laughs> picking up the pieces of... The- <laughs> 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 well... We did it. 
And we did it. I guess let's uh, go patch ourselves up and maybe get a drink. I guess. Is he paying for ours too? Probably not. I'll pay for <laughs> yours. Alright, let's go. Heading back to the deck? Yeah. Guys start to head back and after sort of following a few paces oh. behind, sort of a cheering yeah. and sort of <laughs> celebrating group of people in front of you, That's just like weird. 50 feet behind or so. We go back over to Boffin Estate. Oh shit. <laughs> <coughs> Alright. Fools. Speaking of cheating. Oh, yeah. Seriously, we're a bunch of cheaters. We are a bunch of cheaters today. Speaking for yourself. And Erlen breaks into the maze, sort of immediately off at a full sprint. Power into the maze, you get to that first sort of junction where you enter in, and there's a couple sort of options. One turn to the left, and one sort of straight forward off to the right. So I'm going left. All right, Erlen takes a quick left. And then I'm going right. It takes a right of there. And immediately you get in, and you see right on your right-hand side, there's a red flag. Grabbing the red snatches flag. Snatches the flag, sort of stuffs it in your pocket there. I go back out. Back out. And I go left. Left. And then I go left. Yep, go left again. And then I go straight. Go straight at the intersection. And I see the the thing. Yep, The thing do. that starts talking. Yep, so as soon as you start to, like, um, move past that, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw for me. Wow. Child with a knife? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, 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 19. 19. Immediately, you hear a voice start to talk, and you also hear like a ping, and at your sort of ankle level, a little tripwire sort of springs up, and you hear the magic mouth start to talk. Life can sometimes trip you up. That's what happens when you switch from a proven local commodity to an untested alternative. Boffin Estates has proudly supplied the community with top quality resources for decades. So don't take your business to someone who will leave you lying in the dirt. And you sort of run by. So he has these little like oh, weird traps set God. up for you as you oh do the maze. Oh my this guy's advertising is insane. Marketing. <laughs> <laughs> but you sort of deftly hop it over, hop over it at the last second, continue your way forward. And I go right? You take a right. And you get in, and you see the blue flag there. You grab the blue flag. Give me a strength saving throw. <laughs> oh, six. Six. Oh. Suddenly, as soon as you grab the flag, you see the, like the, the almost the little uh, receptacle that the flag is standing in. You pull it out, and there's immediately sort of a gust of strong air that sort of pushes you back, and it knocks you on the ground like prone. You fall flat <laughs> on your back, and you hear another voice start to talk. Oh the winds of change are coming, but that doesn't mean you should act hastily and blow all your savings. Boffin Estates currently has the best rates for local imports and exports, and everyone here is so friendly that working with us is a breeze. <laughs> <laughs> so you get kind of knocked down, but you hear the voice. Get Get yourself back up. So do I? Do I have the flag? Yeah, you have the blue flag. Yep. Okay, so I'm gonna turn around. Great. And I'm gonna go left. Mm-hmm. And I take another left. Right, take another left. And I'm going right. Take a right. And then I'm going right. Take a right. And on my right, or on my right, there should be a green flag. And you take a look in, and there's no green flag. No! God. And you look around, oh, and you gosh. hear a little kind of rustling, and you look behind you, and a kind of scrawny man who has a sort of wrap over his face and has a really simple sort of rudimentary club. is like smacking the club in his hand, trying to look a little menacing. Why? <laughs> is this another app? Give me a go. <laughs> um, what? I'm gonna... Uh, fine, on my weapon. Uh, I'm just gonna... 
punch him in the face. <laughs> oh my God. What? Or rather, I'm gonna high kick him. We're gonna go for a high kick. Sure. Uh, uh, <laughs> that is. Oh, it's unarmed. Right. Um, se- uh, seventeen to hit. Seventeen hits. Roll for damage. Oh my god. He's like, I was just going to sell you some insurance. <laughs> uh, uh, five bludgeoning. Five bludgeoning. Erlen goes up with a kick. You catch him on the side of the head as he's bringing his arm up. <laughs> and he falls to the ground in the maze. Okay, I'm going to take the green flag. And there I'm... is no green flag there. Oh, there's not? No. He wasn't holding anything. No, he wasn't yeah, holding anything. He's not a club. I'm going to look around the area <laughs> for a green flag. an investigation check. <laughs> Um, ten? Ten. Uh, you sort of look flag. around the next corner, and there's another sort of back sort of area of this little one just behind another row of hedges, and you peek around it, and there's a green flag there. Ah! Okay, so I'm gonna grab the green flag. Give me a... Oh it's still in the same, like, area, right? I haven't, like, made a turn. Uh, no, you haven't really okay. made a turn. It was just, like, slightly around the okay. corner there. Uh, give me a, um, constitution saving throw. Shit. Okay, 17. 17. This time when you pull the flag out, there's like a release of almost like a pollen or something. It's like, like a dusting up happens. You kind of cover your mouth and put your uh, your sort of um, cloak over your face so it doesn't get into your lungs. And you hear another voice. As proud northerners, we're allergic to bullshit. And hopefully so are you. When certain wealthy outsiders come and try to sell you on their vision for the future, tell them the citizens of Nabikapura are nothing to sneeze at and prefer to keep your business in the family. You hear that sort of message. <sighs> Taking the flag. It's a green flag. And I'm going to turn around, and then there's a left and an immediate left. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to use a key point and use step of the wind. Whoa. Yeah. It takes another sort of extra step to move through the maze quickly. Uh, and then there's a left... And then one more left, and then a straight ahead. Great. And Erlen comes bursting out severe. You watch as Erlen comes out carrying the free, three flags. And you see, you look over to Ned, who's sort of waiting with the, the timer, and he looks a little surprised. <laughs> that was very quick. Well done. <laughs> Someone in there tried to rob me. What? what? No. Did you know there was someone in there trying to rob me? No. Hang on, someone in there um, tried to rob me. Can I see if he's lying? Can make an inside check with advantage? <laughs> that was the best attempt at a robbery. One guy with a club. Please give me your This guy's so Nine. stupid. I mean, you get a weird vibe about it, but, you know, not in a definitive manner necessarily. And at this time, also, you can see Odwick Boffin kind of walking his way back from the house. He hasn't arrived yet, but... No, of course not. Oh there was god. someone in there. Oh my god, you should be careful about that. Oh, we will. So what was my time? Did I do all right? Yes, you did very good. Uh, one minute, 42 seconds. Very good. That's Is that the fastest so far? That puts you in first place. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> I don't good job. By a significant margin. What's the next? Um, that's private. All right. Well done. Good job there. Wow. He sort of marks that and all with bopping his Does it seem oh. like I was, in fact, the fastest of the day? Oh, uh, make an inside check for that, too. Mm-hmm. It's also yes. not for the day. It's a running total. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, uh, 12. 12? Uh, yeah, as far as you can tell. I mean, you see him sort of writing the number down, and you can see sort of the pen stroke of the one, as opposed to some of the other ones that look like they have a curved pen stroke, so okay. at least, like, two minutes or more, depending on what the other people were doing. Not really. Oh, you've completed it already! Yes, um... Oh, and he goes over to the ledger. Well done! <laughs> Excellent! Oh, 
excellent time. Uh, is that the best of the day so far? Yes, it is. Wow, good for you, Erland. Yes. Um, it's like those fast feet aren't for nothing. Uh, y- yes. And you see Ned kind of turn to him. He said there was um, someone in the maze? Yeah, right by the uh, green flag. Someone tried to rob me. What? Excuse me? Someone tried to rob me by the... I'll describe the person. Sure. Oh my God. <coughs> no. That's impossible. All right. Uh, give me, can you give me one moment? Yes. I'll go. Um, I'll go back in, <laughs> and I'll retrace my steps. So okay. I guess straight. And, and Zephyr's then... out there, and they're all just like. <laughs> <laughs> I'll actually, I'll go the way I know, so I don't sure. have to make it confusing. And I'll yeah. kind of jog. Yeah. We'll um, and back. is the guy still there? Make an investigation check. Oh my god. What? Oh. Seven. Uh, sorry, no. Uh, five. Five. The body's gone. For a moment, you feel like you hear a little like. As oh if maybe God. it was being dragged away, but you, it's hard to pinpoint where that's coming do from. I, do I see any drag marks wow. on the ground? Uh, make another investigation check. Oh my God. These guys were trying to rob us. Okay, no. 14. 14. <laughs> you, can, you follow a little bit of like drag marks on the dirt around one corner. You're getting a little bit into a part of the maze that you don't know entirely, but you okay. walk a little bit. And it seemed like the drag marks move up to one wall in the hedge maze, and then they'd like go into it or through it or past it, you're not sure. Okay, I'll go, I'll try and go through. <laughs> Give me an acrobatics God. check. I wanna find out what this weird little dude. <laughs> acrobatics? Yep. Nine? Nine. You try to push your way through the thick brush and you're not sure if you're missing an entrance or an exit that you can't find, but it's very hard to push. This is the exterior wall, so it's very thick. And you're not able to get all the way through. You can't find Oh, it's first. the exterior wall. Yes, not okay. one of the interior walls of the maze. All right, I'm going to try and jog my way out. Sure, we'll say that you're able to. Great. Within <laughs> some time, find your way out. Yeah, funny. They, I found tracks. The body was discarded by someone. I don't... The body? Whatever. I, was my time good? Make a persuasion check. Oh. I don't know what you're trying to do exactly, but if you're trying to smear my reputation, I'll have none of it. I hold on, Safira. I won't say anything to anyone. I thought someone was trying to rob me, and I ran past them. Maybe it was a trick of the shadows, or perhaps one of your speaking uh, advertisements. They are very convincing. They are (laughs) extraordinarily convincing. Make a make a persuasion with advantage. With advantage, you appeal to his ego. Oh, brother. Uh, 17. All right. I think we'll just put this matter to rest. Hmm? Yes. Fine Keep by me. time. But uh, to make sure we don't have any more incidents, I think maybe we'll just have your friend do the maze. Sure. No problem. Yeah. Um, we will let you know at the end of the week if you have the best time. Oh, excellent. All right. I hope you learned a little something about Boffin Estate. Yes, uh, very convincing, very exciting. Would I have been able to hear the advertisements from outside at all, or no? Uh, no, not, not really. really. Yeah, I mean, the maze is pretty big, so it's it's, it's hard to hear. Do you mind if we uh, look around your grounds a little bit, look around the maze? Uh, the maze? Just sort of, like, so walk, walk around your grounds a little bit to sort of see the full breadth of the maze. Well, Boffin Estates is a private property. I, I just mean walk around the maze. Uh, yes, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay, well, well, I guess we'll be off then. Have a wonderful day. You as well. I look forward to someone trying to break my record. <laughs> uh, oh, um, one more thing. Um, uh, where should we um, find you? Um, oh. uh, you can ask Ceteria at the um, uh, at the inn. At the, at the, sorry, the... Um... Uber Alehouse. Uber Alehouse. Yes. Sorry, 
I will do so. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. You guys start to walk As we're sort of walking away, what happened? Some small little person with a club. Do you know what I think happened? What? I think they sent us in there and they thought I was going to be able to rob you. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. <laughs> that's amazing! But someone else Wait, must have been... Wait, tell me how he tried to do it. Yeah, what did you do to him? He had a little cudgel and <laughs> kicked him in the face. And he fell over. Oh, God, so I've been there. That's hilarious. And then, and then uh, when I went back to check, I saw that someone had dragged him through the... <laughs> Tell you what, Do you think they've ever gotten away with it? Oh, that's it wasn't fantastic. Very, I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> uh, we should get our weapons. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, though. If we do win, I am less inclined to give him that other ear. Yeah, no shit. He's not getting anything from us. He sent you in there. This is some little guy with a club. That's amazing. Oh, I'm never going to get over it. That's so funny. It's two feet tall. <laughs> Scrawny, not like a half. No. <laughs> oh, and you cut him in the head. Do you think he's alright? I don't care. Well, you mean, oh, I hope he didn't actually hurt us. I don't know he was going to hurt you very much at the club. Well, come to think, yeah, I sort of hope I didn't kill him. But <laughs> I didn't say non lethal. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. If you kill that poor guy. Holy shit. Broke his. <laughs> Brooke is crying all night. The thought occurs to Erlen that he did not hold back on that kick <laughs> yeah. at all and gave that guy a good, like, hit him right in the temple and he went down. Erlen! Uh. Huh. Erlen, that's worse. I was running quickly and it surprised me. Next time, hold back. That it was just su- some guy who thought he was trying to kill you. Oof. I hope God, he's alright. I hope he's alright. That was funny until it got sad. <laughs> well, I hope we get the, at least we get the fucking earrings, I suppose. You did that fast, right? Yes, yes, I did. Quite Good job, I guess. I mean, it's super suspicious. I can't imagine that they don't know something's up. Well, I maybe guessed right. There were some tripwires and advertisements. And... <laughs> there were advertisements? Oh what were they advertising? I, I honestly wasn't listening. Grass, maybe? Grass? No. And Severa kind of looks around. What are they selling? Here? Gardening. Sub- I was truly Gardens. running and kicking. Um, shall we? Uh, shall we go back to the um, Upper Ale House and I suppose wait for Orba and Leto. Yeah, sure. I suppose. All right. I thought this was kind of going to be like an immediate thing, but I suppose it was, so. We hear back from them tomorrow. At the end of the week, and I said. All right. The end of the week is in two days. So. Oh. All right. Yeah. Well, the Skeeter Way will open, and we'll. Hopefully have a set of earrings. <laughs> what great. That's what they're called, right? Steeder. Steeder. Steeder, oh, like mosquito. Next up. You want to fly around underground? <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see Ray ride his Steeder <laughs> through the Skeeter way. Skeeter. The, the Steeder way, way will open up and we'll have a Skeeter couple way. earrings. <laughs> um... That was very quick. I might actually uh, do some breathing exercises in the room then if we're waiting for Orba. Oh, okay. Well, I thought if, <sighs> since we finished kind of early, uh, I thought maybe I'd go over actually and see her with the tattoo guy because I thought maybe if she doesn't... I mean, I know she's going to ask about the... I don't know. I don't know what else to do. 
I'm not used to killing time. That's fine. I mean, there are other things I could do, but I don't particularly want to walk over to the Broken Crown right now. Uh, Right, no, I want to stay on the... I'd I'd rather not do that today, just because I know that the poor guy who came up to me wants me to turn myself in. I'm sure he'd like me to do it today, but, you know... No, let's wait on... What time is it roughly? I'd like to wait on that, because I don't know what they want from me. All right, well... I, I suppose I could go do that now, but I, I just, I don't know. Yeah, you wouldn't have time to get back. Right? I don't think so. Um, all right, I'm going to rest up for a bit, and then... All right. Uh, and then hopefully by then, Leto will be here. Well, I suppose I've got the town to myself. Not sure what I'm going to do. Do I walk... What do you think? Should I go to see Orbeth? Sure. Maybe I will. Get myself a tattoo. Sounds lovely. Could be fun. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to head back to the Ubeil right, So you guys start to walk and you start to split off a little bit as everyone starts to move towards the Ubeil And Sophia starts to head in the direction of the uh, eastern bridge there that leads out of Naupa. I fucking killed that guy. <laughs> I know, you cannot. I hope you did not kill that guy. But you would have had to have had like four hit points if you killed him. Regular villagers do have like No! Like <laughs> non adventurers. How much damage have... did he take? Five? They have what? They have like single like, digit? Yeah, single digit hit points. Like a regular non adventure you just made him unconscious. And then <laughs> That's they not how this him. game That's works. Not how this... I fucking killed that dude. <laughs> this game works where you die. <laughs> Orba. Yeah. <laughs> you once again start to see the town limits of Nakuzi. Yeah. Passed through it before. Familiar at least with the sort of main road that weaves its way through. And are you heading straight for you know the location of um of Bitez's tattoo parlor? Yes, I believe I'm heading straight for that. Great. Start to move in that direction. I'm just gonna bring up the map of You're good. Please. Not a not a word. Without a word. <laughs> just like, you want my gold? Fuck you, you're dead. And he's like, no, I take the green flag, and that's like, you didn't have the green flag. Yeah, I pat his body down for a flag, and I move on. I feel so bad. Sorry, I'm sorry. Everyone's just killing people. Recalling the location of Butez's tattoo parlor is easier than actually making your way there. As you recall from his directions that it's directly across the river from the blacksmith, mm-hmm. there isn't actually a bridge to cross anywhere but up through the center of Nakuzi. So you come along oh, the yeah. path here, and you actually work your way basically in the direction of the church, and then you start to see the bridge. Still in this smaller township, it's a simple enough trek. Mm-hmm. Quietly kind of move through the town. Again, moving through the streets of Nakuzi, very different than Naupa, mostly just a few people moving in and out. And you're soon coming up on a very uniquely structured house that, as far as you can tell, it sits opposite the forge that you can see some kind of smoke billowing from the other bank. The roof is very steeply sloped and it comes all the way down to the ground. So it almost looks like kind of a triangular prism, like the edges of the roof actually touch the ground. And there are these gigantic, enormous windows on one side. They're almost like skylights because they're actually in the roof cut into the roof, into the shingles, to allow for the rising sun to kind of drench the interior with light. And as you're sort of looking at it, you imagine that's a very sort of useful room when you're maximizing the amount of daylight that you can use to do your sort of artistry. And in fact, as you peek through the window, you can see lots of hanging artwork, different styles, levels of detail. They're nailed to the wall in this kind of collage of a pattern as they're all kind of bunched together. And you think you're at the right place, given the sort of location. You can see the art through the window. You see the house. Great. Uh, when I look through, is he, like, present in the room? Give me a perception check. Mm-hmm. 
19. 19. You sort of get a little bit, wait to get a little bit closer, and once again, you kind of lean over and look in the window, and it looks like he's sitting at this desk, and there's like a rack from left to right, like a rainbow of inks up on the wall, and he seems to be kind of organizing them. You see him kind of take one ink down, make room for another one. He's very carefully organizing this big rack of inks that's up on the wall. I'll find the front door, get a little knock. And you hear kind of a little, one moment! Opens the door, and you see the man that you're familiar with, the kind of hair pulled back, sort of thin, thinning hair on top of his head, in kind of a mullet style, very thin with uh, with tattoos all across his chest. Again, not wearing a shirt, doesn't seem to kind of be his thing to uh, <laughs> fully dress. He's got tattoos up and down his arms, all across his back, and he sort of looks at you for a moment, I recognize you from the other day. Yeah. I was looking for someone to mend my tools. Yeah. Uh, I never connected with your friends. He won't run in. Sam was reasonable enough with his prices to craft some new tools for me. Oh, that's good news. Didn't want to waste time trying to track down a stranger. Sure, I'm sure you're very busy. What can I do for you? Well, I was um, interested in uh, getting a tattoo, I suppose. Sure. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm so, should I like make an appointment? No, or, like... I don't care. Come in. Okay. And he leads you inside. He leads you to that studio space that you could see from the outside. A sprawling display of lifelong of a lifelong artist. Everything from sketches, simple little pen, uh, sort of uh, pencil sketches, to full scale portraits. A clearly designated space for his artisan tools, which includes needles, little rakes hammers, simple medical supplies for cleaning, sterilizing, and aftercare. There's a rack on the wall, as you saw before, with all the different colors displayed, kind of pleasingly clustered based on their hue, with different tints, lightness, and darkness. There's a couple different seating arrangements as well, likely depending on what part of the body you're looking to get tattooed. One spot, there's a chair with like a little desk at chest height that looks like you could kind of put an arm up on it or a shoulder if he was looking to do your arms. And then there's another one that's like a cushioned bench with a circular pillow on one end <laughs> that you could put your face in if you were getting tattoos done on your back. So he has a couple of different, yes, or, or your butt. Or the back of your leg, or posterior. <laughs> Orba points, like, can I get my butt down there? <laughs> <laughs> so you see the seating arrangements, the sort of intricate detail of the studio allows you in to take a look around. They, the, both of the sort of chairs and the bench sort of face out towards the big window. So not only is there plenty of light, you have a very sort of charming view to enjoy for the hours or however long that you spend here, depending on the sort of detail, intricacy of your request. So, uh, what did you have in mind? Well... I was thinking a flower, but I had some pretty specific thoughts on it. Sure. Um, also, I would love to just have a better idea of like your artistic style when it comes to floral stuff, just to kind of get an idea. You can take a look around. There's all kinds of things. I also have a sort of sketchbook. <gasps> oh. Yes. Oh, God. This is yes. like a real... Previously used ideas from a number of different people. If you can oh, pass sick. Yes. Get an idea of the kind of art style that you might want. I definitely have had people do flowers before. It's not uncommon. But you could give wow. me in more detail the kind of flower that you like. Yes, I was, um, I was thinking actually a feltast flower, if you knew what those were. I think so, yes. Uh, black tips on the petals. Yes. Um, would it be too cumbersome to have ten petals? I think I could do that. Okay, 
And then um, they typically have these really long, like, stymen that come out and then, and then little bulbs. Sure, yeah. Um, can I have five little stymen? Do you want it to be <laughs> just the outline of the flower or do you want it filled in with colored inks? I can make the petals white or we can just keep it as your skin color. Well, I am quite pale, although I was thinking um, like on my appendages I get a little redder, so would white ink appear on it would. After some time, it may start to fade a little bit, but it would stay for a while. Um, I do, however, like this one. Uh, that like style of how sure. you did that. Can you tell me more about this one? And he sort of gives it a look. Mm. He pauses for just a brief moment. Some of the people who work on the docks, some of the sailors, they get tattoos of uh, storms, lightning, waves, indication that they've survived some kind of, you know, difficult sailing expedition. Oh, cool. That way they uh, have it as a kind of badge of honor. With it, with it, like, almost like a tally mark? Like, if you survived multiple, would you get multiple? Yes, I suppose. Oh, that's fascinating. Do they get them, like, right here where people can see them so they can show it off and be like, I've survived this one, this one, this one? Yeah, they like to show it off. Interesting. <laughs> can I see if that's true? Make an insight check. Oh, yeah. no! Of course liar, they liar. <laughs> Insight? Oh my gosh, I never question people. Insight is 21. 21. <gasps> you pick up on the fact that not only did... The it seemed very sort of lackadaisical, his response to that, after the sort of detail that he went into to begin with. And not only that, when you first kind of pointed to the drawing, he seemed to know what page it was almost before he even looked, like he started talking before he even got a total look at exactly what you were pointing at. Like, you almost thought he was anticipating having to explain it or having an answer ready. Like he had a sort I of, see. He had something ready to go, even without sort of taking a moment to think about it. Hmm. Got it. So you're not even sure that the story about the, you know, them surviving a, a disaster at sea is necessarily what they get that tattoo for. Right. Um, well, I guess my tattoo is also going to be kind of symbolic. So do people usually go literal? Like, like, uh, like I survived a storm, like a tsunami, and like a cyclone? I think it depends very much from person to person. Okay. Um... And Orba's gonna keep perusing, like, taking her time looking through some stuff. Oh, that's cool. Um, also, do you do, I'm seeing all of these are just prints, obviously, but do you do any kind of, like, materials? Like, dusts? Can you, like, put those? I have experimented with, um, crystal dust, that kind of thing. Really? It looks very good, but only for a short while. It doesn't last very long. It tends oh. to sort of fade quickly. That's a shame. Quickly meaning like a month? Yeah, like a couple of months. I still think that sounds pretty cool. I have... You would have to provide it yourself. Yeah. It's not something that I keep here. Great. That is something that I've got. Um, uh, I was thinking of putting it on my left hand. I was considering the palm, but I um, wasn't sure if one it would wear off 
quicker uh, or <laughs> it would really hurt it wears off quicker on the hand yes then maybe the outside then it would stay longer unless you wear a lot of gloves it would probably rub off quickly regardless no i can't say that that do okay. okay and then um do you use anything else other than ink? Like, again, with the symbolisms and the stuff, do, do people bring stuff that isn't just traditional ink? No. Does that seem true? Make an insight check. Mm. Magic! Fuck. Six. No. He seems very content sort of in his business here. I mean, you look around, there's nothing but ink that you see. Um, you know, I was actually in my travels, like I said, we came from the south, and we ran into an alchemist who was theorizing or developing a theory about having um, myconid extract when you are some kind of a caster, like in your skin, and I wasn't sure if you could get like a tattoo with myconid extract in it. I don't know anything about that. Okay. Still on my level Seems of expertise. It seemed like he was in the very early stages of his curiosity, so I was just wondering if you had any... Sounds like a good way to get someone to waste their money trying to get a tattoo that does nothing. <laughs> Fair enough, yes. Yes, that's true. Um, well, wonderful. Okay, I think I've decided, yes, ten petals doing the white with the black. Mm-hmm. The stymon, can that be, um, what color is my crystal? Um, you tell me. I, I think, I think it's like a light pink. Isn't it on your? I can see your. <laughs> Where's my? Yeah, I can see no, your character right over there. Purple. I'm pretty sure it's purple. purple. I was yeah. I was thinking that was like lavender. No, hair's purple. Hair's purple. Yeah. But I think I thought we could double check. It's green on the art. Well, that's my bubbles. Yeah, that's not the. Oh wow, no, the bubbles like, are pink. No, the, the bubbles, bubbles are green. Green. Look. <laughs> what? We can say that you well, tell that him the color. Okay. Well, light pink, like okay. a... I mean, again, if we, if we can change that later, if you decide. Um, and then on the tips yeah. of the simon, like I said, there's usually little bulbs of pollen. Can yeah. we have that be quartz? I have quartz dust. Yes, yes you can. Oh, that's going to be so cool. You and I'm money, man. So this yes, is a small-sized tattoo on the back of the hand, not a medium or large. Yes. And you're looking for a medium level of in- intricacy plus special material. Yeah. So, that will come out. <clears throat> uh, only two colors of ink. It's just white and black. Well, no, this oh, thing is the, going to be the pink. So, three colors. Three colors. Oh, boy. Oh, this is going to come out. Don't look at my shit. Okay. Mind your business. All right, fine. <laughs> yeah, we're spend our gambling money. Uh, if you're providing <laughs> all of the quartz, it, the remainder would be 55. Gold. Yes. And would it be one session, or would I have to come back for multiple sessions? Um, we could probably do it in one, but it would take a long time. Um, if we did it in multiple, would I have to come back, like, tomorrow? Uh, it, yes, or however many times you want. It just would split it up. I would say, in total, it would take... Uh, rolls for it, actually, on this guide. In <laughs> It's going to take... Six hours total, oh, but you can break it up into multiple sessions. I wouldn't break it up into more than three. Okay. So three sessions, two hours. Got it. I understand. Two hours each per session. Um, and what time is it at the moment? Um, we'll say you got here at like twelve thirty. Can we do three now and three like tomorrow? Sure. Yeah. Fifty-five gold. Yeah. Would you like that all now? If you want to. Okay. 
Wow. It is cool. I am cheap. Kuzni's not gonna like it, but... Yeah. Yeah. Kuzni's not gonna like it. I will go ahead and give him the gold. Okay. He starts to sort of kind of... Sort of mixes some of the colors together, the inks. You see him start to like put things together a little bit. Getting everything ready. Uh, you can sit. Um, I'm going to try and uh, sketch out the flower on a piece of paper, show it to you, <laughs> and then we will start. Okay. Have you gotten one of these before? No. So start with a larger needle as an outline. We puncture the skin with a number of small punctures push the black ink into the skin, and then we use what we call a rake. And he takes out a little tool that, it looks like a very small rake, almost like for a little zen garden, but on the end of it are very sharp needles. And when we're filling in the color, you place the rake down on top of the ink, and I tap it with a small hammer to push the ink in. It's an easier way to fill in a larger uh, space. So for filling in the flower with the white ink, we will use the rake. Other than that, I will just use the needle. Wonderful. Thank you. It, um, it can hurt a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Alright. Um, do you mind, actually, my friends that you saw me traveling with, do you have multiple copies of these, or should I return this you to you? You can take it. I'd like it back at some point, but you said you're returning for another session. Could you bring it back then? Yes, is that alright? That's fine. Hopefully I'll have another customer. Not a problem. Okay, thank you. Alright. Uh, give me maybe, you can stay here if you like, but just 30 minutes to prepare. Uh, get the inks ready, make a sketch, you can leave and come back, or you can stay, I'll leave that up to you. Okay, I will leave and be right back in 30 minutes. Alright, that's fine. Thank you very much. It starts, I mean, you can see, it is sort of, when you met him the first time, it was in a very different state, and now you can see the gears turning, he's very sort of intricate and delicate, he has all his tools sort of laid out before him, he immediately starts to go into the process of like, get every, getting everything very carefully prepared, so sort of lays out the map with the inks and the tools and things. Cool. Where are you headed after that? I don't know, I guess we're just gonna leave there and just kind of like, take a breath, feel excited, and... gonna go to the church. Mm -hmm. Start to head in the direction of the church. We'll go briefly back. To the deck, where Graven and Bizarra sort of (laughs) soar and nursing wounds, minor uh, superficial wounds as you lurch back, and even as you're approaching the deck, you can hear a little bit of a camaraderie happening inside, with the windows <laughs> open. There's certainly a table that's been sort of, a number of like five or six people around one table, kind of clinking drinks, people patting uh, Wilson on the back as you sort of approach. Well, get a drink, push your way through the door, and a couple people kind of turn as you come in and kind of... <laughs> well, if we already weren't popular, I guess... Can't now get much worse. Now people think we can't even fight. <laughs> we can fight when it counts. We both know that. It's true. Just ask all those dead bodies. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mohan's shed. <sighs> Should we get a drink? Would you feel better if you put your armor back on? Or are you okay for now? I'm okay. All right. <laughs> a drink. Flag down, brick, and get a couple of drinks. Uh, 
what's the what's the local uh, flavor again? Yes, the he di- has the um, all, all hands ale for copper. For yeah, all all hands I'll, buy, I'll buy this round. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Eight, eight copper then. Okay. Find a seat, kind of not you know on our own completely, sure. but yeah. but still a table to yourself. Yeah. Like yeah. So? You need any healing? Or are you okay? I'll survive. Okay. <laughs> I was nervous about your fight there for a moment. Oh, you wanted to make it look real. <laughs> sure. I think my tell got a little uh, iffy at the end. <laughs> the fact that I landed a few of those blows. I think I sold it. You definitely did. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. I know you can fight well, Bizarre. I know, I know. <laughs> I'll, I'll take a, a long arch around to see if I see Hatchet over oh in the corner God. still. It's still reasonably empty and you okay, can not see it. So? Well? Do we just wait for Hatchet now? And... No, no. <laughs> I think we could... The other person that we pissed off, what's her name? Sanka. Oh. <laughs> we could go have that conversation with her, I suppose. She's going to ask me if I have any update and... <laughs> <laughs> we just got something from Villapon, didn't we? Right, but she wants a body, and I don't have one yet. Tell her that we're following up on things. I would like to know more about the body that was found there, and... And if, if we get any more attitude, we put press the fact that we think that they are connected. And possibly to number two. That's what that's what they <laughs> connected to number two. Oh, oh. Mr. Two. Mr. Two. Mr. Two. <laughs> that is connected Sorry. to Mr. Two. And that's <laughs> why she should <laughs> that's why she should be more for connected to number two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a big number two. <laughs> um, and that's why she should be more forthcoming when we questions. Okay. We can head there. It's fine. Other than that. When did we say we were going to meet back in Nagarwas? I think it was tonight or tomorrow morning. I think it was supposed to be this morning. No, not that no. early. I guess, well, yeah, then tonight. Tomorrow. Maybe we can, um, there's the big mail house there. We could, we could send, send a, a We could send a note, tell them how Poorly, we've been doing here. <laughs> we'll time. definitely need a little more time for yeah. sure. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Plank drinks. So, where are you guys intending to go after? Is or you have your drink here? I guess put our armor back on. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're not meeting Hatchet right now. I know, but everyone in this town just. We put people off with our statures and our weapons. You don't want to bring anything. I have my magic. Mm. Oh, well. <laughs> and you are the most fantastic fighter I've ever seen. You can hold Fine. your own. We'll keep the armor off for now. We'll act a little more. Inconspicuous. Sure. We've got at least one friend around here now. Cleaver. True. And his parents. And Mohan may not be happy with us, but he'll always be there. Yeah, he still likes you. 
<laughs> so, Tasankas? For now, yeah. Alright. Mm. Could the, the cold <laughs> yeah, mug the, to the, the, to the bruises? Pour on top of my head. <laughs> you finish it. You sort of a very intentional glugging as you sort of prep yourself for returning to Sanguberti's place. And that is where we're going to oh end tonight's oh, stream. No. As we got a little, all got, over got, the some place. Done, yeah, got some things Woo. done here in the early hours of the day, but still some things on the horizon, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I, you know what? Fights, I don't know what we're doing. That's Dude, not funny. That guy's dead. That guy's dead. He's fucking roundhouse kicked that guy's head off. Please don't let him be dead. Please don't let him be dead. I think we're going to be more worked up about that. Please don't let him be dead. That's so sad. A bunch of cops are going to show up to the Uber house being like, we're looking for a burger. He barely threatened you. He barely threatened you. Oh my god. I was waiting for when you said that you were going to hit him. I was like, not And you were like, nah. I wasn't even I was focused. I was focused on running fast. Oh, no. I uh, want those earrings, you little shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One earring, not kill, even kill earrings. the man for like ten gold. Carlin twenty two also resubscribe while we're playing. So thank you so much. Thanks, Dad. Thank you so much. <laughs> I Is that your dad? Thank you all so much for joining us. As always, we will return next week. After next week. There's a break week. Yes. yes. Um, we have a little Thanksgiving day. break. Enjoy. Uh, enjoy and Thanksgiving. So last week there will be an episode, yes. and then starts uh, at Thanksgiving this year. Yeah, Sunday. Yes. Yes. Hanukkah. Oh, is that night. Oh, so thank you. Happy Hanukkah. Early Hanukkah. Um, we, we can wish next week. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're here. Yeah. yeah Let's yeah, not go crazy. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much Merry as Christmas. always. <laughs> next week, 7 p.m. Yeah, Hopefully we'll start everybody. exactly on time next week. We did have a couple hiccups, but I think we ultimately did okay. Yep. Yeah. You can always feel free to tweet at Spectrum. Yeah. Tell them. Yeah. Tell them you ruined my stream. This is the end. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil on Tabletop Notch. If you enjoyed the show, tell a friend or leave us a review on the podcast app of your choice. It would be wise for you to do so. After all, there is always room in our party for more adventurers near and far. Until next time, just remember, your presence is a gift.